from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, Jess is here to give all the info about how to make the most out of Halloween this year in Animal Crossing. And in Mario 35, I learned that second is not the first loser, it's actually the last loser. First place! First place! I didn't blip flop. up a character from something welcome to a nintendo main podcast you're here your place for first place uh, <laughs> welcome to a nintendo main podcast your place for nintendo news from nintendo fans like yourselves uh this is episode 240 it's a lot of episodes and we are your hosts i'm trey new bitdo johnson or amiibo lives johnson i'm jeremy thou shalt not envy unless it's a laptop Mikowski. I'm Super Johnny O38. And it's me, Jess, the Pumpkin King, Kenyon. <laughs> You're the Pumpkin back, King. Jess. I'm the Pumpkin King. Yeah, fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, is, Jess is back again to, to talk to us back on the show. Again. Because there is a wonderful, wonderful Animal Crossing update right now for the best time of the year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. So we will talk about that in the future. But let's start off our show like we normally do. And talk about games. Actually, before that, we had a couple people that missed our deadline last week, or we we just didn't get to their to their questions for whatever reason last week. And I wanted to read them anyway on this week of the show, just so they didn't feel left out. So a little bit of run over from our from last week's episode. But here are some more questions. Uh, Tim Hendrickson writes us and says, "Do you think there will be a permanent fix for the Joy-Con drift issue before the Switch Two is released, or do you think?" that that will be addressed in the next edition of the Switch. I think next edition. What's the Switch uh, 2? Is that just like the new screen one? It's not. It's just a... It's a future I thing think, that doesn't exist? Yeah. Okay. It's a pipe dream. Oh, so, so he's, he's talking about, oh, so Switch 2 would be the upgraded yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, that okay. has like a longer battery life or more memory or a, yeah. a future idea of the same system. Yeah, he's... I, I, Switch Plus. Yeah. Okay. I think he's asking if, he, if we think that the Joy-Con will get fixed in this time before there's a sequel to the switch i guess is what is what he's getting at and uh i don't know i mean i i would hope so but maybe not it sounds like we're kind of being gaslit on that there's never there never was a problem in the first place well they have to say that because it's in litigation right right i know but still it's like but it is (laughs) it's gonna have to be a new i mean it's model of the joy con it doesn't necessarily need to be a new switch but yeah, we need Joy-Con 2.0 or whatever, yeah. like, like the Wii Motion Plus, maybe some sort of like iteration of the Joy-Con. I kind of think the fact that they haven't upgraded it and fixed the problem yet, yeah, is is, is evidence toward there being a Switch too, because they would have to have a big sort of marketing push of some kind. Uh, hey, we got new Joy-Con, and you know, not that they would explicitly say, hey, the the, the controllers don't drift anymore or anything like that. 
but they would have to come up with a new Joy-Con and market it, and that would be very expensive to do. And uh, I think they're saying, let's just wait until the next edition of the Switch comes out. I think if they could have problem then. I think if they could have fixed it, they would have fixed it by now because there have been so many different switches that have come out. I mean, the Animal Crossing switch just came out a couple months ago, and I think you know they. I think they would have implemented some kind of new hardware if they had it. Because why not? I I always I thought that the Switch Lite was going to fix it, but it didn't. They just did the same thing all over again. I I think it's just. I mean, isn't it just like a ring under the jo- under the uh, joystick that like gets worn out, and that's why it starts drifting? Like they could just can't they just make a stronger ring to put under there to make it not do that? It seems like kind of a I don't know. It seems kind of stupid. Like maybe they made too many bad Joy Cons that they don't want to make any new ones. I don't know. Well, they've been making Joy Cons in their controllers. I mean, the sixty four had had I mean had joysticks in it. So yeah, but no drift. I'm saying they they obviously can do it. They have done it. We have yeah. 64 controllers that still work 20 fucking years later. So yeah. right. That's what's so weird about this controller and about the Switch in general because, yeah, most of the old Nintendo controllers work great still. Right. So yeah. it's really weird. Like, they fucked up the control pad and they fucked up the joystick, which were both things that Nintendo created. So Innovated, like, yeah. So it's like, uh... What's going on, guys? I don't know. It's so weird. Like, the Switch is so great, but it has so many, like, caveats where it's like, oh, but you have to get all these other controllers to make it work right. I think it kind of <laughs> speaks to the fact that the Switch was pushed out pretty quick, like, maybe right. quicker than it should have been. Not that I'm not, not that I don't think that, it, you know, playing Breath of the Wild and everything early on was great, but it probably could have stood a, another six months in, in the microwave before they served it up. It's, it's been out for, like, three years, though. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, they had a lot of time to fix their joy. But at this point, they've got all the parts, like all the individual parts are established and patented right. and everything. So, like, sure, there's a process for putting the controllers together, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure the machines do a. It has to be more complicated than we think it is. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it always seems like it's like it seemed, it would have been so easy for you to like give control options in Mario 3D All Stars, but they didn't do that. So it's like. There's always a reason with Nintendo. It always seems like there would be an easy fix for it, but maybe it isn't. I don't know. And it, do you remember that rumor that came out a while ago that said like that they were having going to have some sort of updated play control? And John thought it meant VR, and I thought it just meant a fixed Joy-Con. So I remember seeing stuff that made me fixed think Joy-Con that Joy-Con is updated play control would be pretty. I mean, it, that's what I think of when I see something that has improved play control. I just think no, no drift. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, a small amount that we could ask, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I would love to for them to come out with the ultimate Joy-Con that doesn't drift this, like, on this generation. That would be great before whatever their new Switch is, if it's coming out or, or not, but who knows? It's kind of I mean, kind of undecided there, but let's move just, on. So, uh, just to add, it's, gonna, it's more perplexing that, you know, the controller is not, at least on the original Switch, not attached to the system, right? So it's not... I mean, like they, they could just come up with a new one. You swap out your old ones, no problem. I don't know. That's what confuses me. And they're already them. doing yeah. that. They're already just releasing Joy Cons by themselves. Yeah, so they could just right. make them better. Like right. they, like they said, they were supposedly making the the directional pad better on the Pro controllers, but that's not true. They were all the same. <laughs> they they didn't fix right. any of them in the newer ones, so they were still just as bad as the other ones. But moving on to the next episode, or, <laughs> episode two forty one. I jumped into like Snoop Dogg there all of a sudden. I'm like moving on to the next episode.
What moving on to the next question. What are the what are a few non-Nintendo games you can think of that would really benefit from being on the Switch? This is such an easy one like for anything? me. I have one, let's see. I have one right here. Persona 5 or any of the Personas would benefit great by being on the Switch cuz a lot of people would buy them. Or yeah, or Yakuza, any of the Yakuza games mm-hmm. would incredibly benefit from them because I would buy all of them and pay and play them on my Switch. So I'm going to say a pretty obvious one, Fall Guys. Like it needs to be Fall Guys, yep. yeah. They've already brought it to mobile in China. I don't think it's anywhere else in the world, but like, they've already proven they can make it work out of mobile, so it can run on Switch. I'll what? go to my old standby Grand Theft Auto, any of them. I mean, yeah. put out like a, a compilation of even like the three through, you know, Vice City and, and um, all those. But you have LA. really old ones. But you have slap a- it. It's on everything. It's on a phone. You know what I mean? Like slap it yeah. on the Switch so you can take it on the go. That'd be fine. But you easy, have easy. L.A. Noir, John. It's the same game. Oh, it's the exact same. Yeah, you know. You can drive around uh, and kill people. I mean, that's what you, isn't that what you want <laughs> from Grand Theft Auto? Sure, or, just, or in Grand Theft Auto, I can just, like, ask people questions and, you know, <laughs> slap <laughs> them around. I know a person that's in that game. I think I said it before. This director that I worked with in this terrible indie movie years ago, uh, she's she's in that game. <laughs> she's one of the people that you in, that you interview. And it was pretty funny when I read it. Look after face with lots of little dots and stuff. They must have. I mean, it looked exactly like her. There's no way it could have been somebody else. I'm like, that's. I'm like, I know that person. I think a game that's definitely uh, that I would think of would be like uh, Rare Replay because that's yeah, that's a big one. Uh Like the stuff Microsoft's been releasing on the Switch. We've talked about in previous episodes, but you know, they brought Ori, both the Ori's, and they brought Cuphead. Like, come on, just put freaking. Rare replay on the Switch. Yeah, that, it's it's really it would weird. sell like hotcakes. It's really weird because, especially because of like the you know the relationship between Microsoft and Nintendo now. Like you were saying, it's like why not? And now we're getting the Donkey Kong games again and all that stuff. Oh, here's here's a fun one. Since you've been mentioning Ring Fit or Wii Fit on the show and wanting to make that something you all do to stay active in lieu of going to the gym. Have you considered starting each Nintendo in Nintendo main recording session with a 20 minute ring fit or Wii U warm up as a group? No. <laughs> so we can all like be out of breath for the rest of the episode. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't want to I, w- I wouldn't want to record it. It would be pretty boring even the first time. But uh but if you know, if we did if we did like a 20 minute thing where we didn't record it and we just would it'd be hard to do on this. There's not a whole lot of space in here for me to do. You'd it. have to go to the living room. Yeah, and I don't want to do any of those squats. Same. My knee is still not great, so I'm uh, not doing those squats as of right now. Personally, you for know. me, like working out as a salt, I don't want to share that with anyone. Yeah, I want to grunt and sweat and whatever. I don't want even friends. I don't yeah. need to be working out with my friends. Sorry sure. about it. Yeah, it would be a weird thing. Same. It's kind of a meditative experience. You know, sure. a nice time to be by yourself. Not only exercise your body, but you know, clear your mind and think about whatever you need to think about. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think of exercise. I wouldn't be against it necessarily. I think people do exercise in, in groups and that'd be an interesting thing to try. Maybe it would be an interesting video to do like you know, one time or something like that. I'd be up for that. Sure. Yeah. That could be fun. Yeah. It would be interesting. Like, to, it would be interesting to try. I think I would give it a go. We could integrate it with our animal crossing podcast episode where we're going to be inside <laughs> the game while we podcast. I still want to do that. You gotta so r- start by write it, man. <laughs> write your write your ideas for it, and we'll do it. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for the thanks for the questions, Tim. And sorry, and sorry, you missed yours They're last week. Uh, also, a friend of the show, Nate, Nate Lockhart, sent us a question. 
Uh, he was he was a little he got his question the day after the deadline was, but I want to read it anyway because it's a great question. Uh, Nate says, "Is there a platform you've wanted to collect for, but haven't taken the plunge yet? And if so, why?" I think I'll answer the why first. Why is money? Yeah, well, um, well, uh, yeah, money and the fact that like you know it's not really safe to go to uh, used video game conventions anymore. So that's that kind of puts a big damper on it. But yeah. I mean, I've always wanted stuff like a Sega CD or like a 32X or like a or, or like a Sega Saturn or something like that. But that also means like a whole lot more plugs, and mm-hmm. I feel like I've used every plug in this room, and there might not be any left. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's that's kind of dangerous amount of power strips in this room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Sega CD would be cool. But yeah, all of those have their own extra power cable. Like even a fucking thirty two X had a power cable, which is ridiculous. But yeah, it's like a, that's kind of like what's held me back from a lot of those. Aside from like you know MGC getting canceled and mm-hmm. and and every other like retro gaming expo thing getting canceled. So it's not really that would be the place where I would want to buy a system. It's like from a is from a booth or something. So. We mm-hmm. can't even go to those. You get to talk to whoever, like, yeah. See, I would go. I would go a little further back. I wanted to collect for the Atari. I really want to get a twenty six hundred. I want the wood grain standard model because we had one when I was a kid, and I still don't know what happened to it, but I miss it. Like, I have a few Atari games, so I guess I sort of have started collecting. But. Um, two of two out of the three I own were because I wanted to get them signed by David Crane because it was at when I was in Portland in mm-hmm. 2017. Um, so I bought uh, Freeway and uh, Pitfall for him to sign, and then I end up getting Adventure as well just because it was like a dollar. And Adventure is like my the first, probably the technically the first video game I ever beat was Adventure because yeah. I got to the end of it and I didn't even know what that I had, it just like froze and come to find out later on. Well, that's how you win, but no, no credits, uh, right? No, yeah, no credits, <laughs> no credit there. sequence in that one. It just get game overs on you. But, uh, yeah, I wanted 2,600 and they're not super expensive. Like I think it's within my budget to get into that at some point, but I just haven't because of how much space all that would take up. And of course, like that's, a great example of a system that you'd want to play on a CRT, which I have a little CRT, but I kind of want to get a better actual like retro station setup. I was going to start bringing an old, like what are they like one bit, eight, four bit. I don't know what they would have been considered. The Atari's those really old systems. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want it to look as good as it can. And but yeah, I miss some of those old games that I played with my brother back in the early nineties with our old Atari. So that's the one for sure. Well, for me, it would be the same generation. It would be ColecoVision because that's the system that I owned as a kid, and I actually have one now, but I only have three games for it. So I would like to build out that collection. Um, I don't know how many games there are for the ColecoVision. There can't, been, can't have been that many. What, so, wasn't there, wasn't there going to be a new ColecoVision that they were making? Do you remember yeah. that, or is that a different system? Yeah, that was system? A, a couple, maybe five years ago. or Oh, no, no. It wasn't, like that. I thought it was like last year. Like they were like they were they were gonna do like a system that was yeah. like an old that was based on an older system and they were gonna try to compete with regular systems, and it was very recent. It was la- it was like last year I think or the year before. Well, there was also the Atari VCS. Mm. Um, it was an Atari, I don't think. But there was a ColecoVision one, and that was uh, I don't know how long ago it was, but but yeah, it was recent history. 
and they were trying to put out this ColecoVision thing, but it wasn't actually, uh, you know, the ColecoVision company. It was some other company that licensed the ColecoVision name. And I don't know what happened to that system. It, it was Did the it? it was the one that had the new Earthworm Jim, right? No, 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 no. You're thinking of the Intellivision. Okay, yeah, that's the, the one. Amico. That's the one that I'm that, thinking of is the Intellivision. Yeah, yeah. They but both, there was a ColecoVision yeah. one. They both have vis- they both have vision in there, so that's how I yeah. were confused of Intellivision ColecoVision. How could you tell the difference between the two of them? But but yeah, thank thank you thanks for the questions, you guys and. uh yeah, it's nice that we had a little bit overflow, so we could continue on to this episode. But let's start off our episodes like we normally do and talk about games that we've been playing. Jess, why don't you start off and tell us about uh, what you've been doing? I've been playing Animal Crossing and Mario 35. Oh yeah, you played some Mario 35 as well. I did. Yeah. I did play it. It's not really how I played Mario growing up. I just, you know... You never played against 34 other Marios? It's so weird. No, I didn't. I mean, yeah, bizarre. No, but I mean, I never tried to kill any enemies, really. I just tried to mostly avoid enemies. Just jump over those fuckers. And, you know, I'd like to go fast, uh, which which is kind of helpful in this, I suppose. But uh, you need to kill everything. Mm. So it's a little bit of a... mind because the rhythm my rhythms are all you know i have that sort of like run and jump here and i hold the run button the entire time i play the game and actually that's like fucked up the rest of my game playing for the rest of my entire life because i still want to hold that run button always to this day even um yeah so do have a problem with that but so yeah there are a lot of like i don't know where a lot of fire flowers are so I'm getting them. I'm shooting dudes. You know, I guess they don't have genders. I'm shooting agender Goombas, ducks, <laughs> swimming, swimming my face off. Maybe they choose their gender. I got like to fifteenth. Uh, I think was the lowest I got, but I would say that I played for like an hour, maybe total. It's fun. I liked the random, the totally random special battle mm-hmm. more than I like the it unlocking. Was- I just want them to drop me somewhere. I don't care if it's 6-1. I don't care if it's 8-3. Mm-hmm. Just drop me somewhere. I, aren't there only two 8-2? Two? I haven't ran into 8-3 yet. No, you can You can actually get all of them. I, since, yeah, since you mentioned it, we should talk a little bit longer about it. But, you know, as far as the I, – I do I agree with you. I like the special version more. I, I thought that you wouldn't like that much because it's – wouldn't like the game because it's not as zen. It's just like playing Mario World or something. It's not – it is absolutely not zen. It, it is stressful as yeah. fuck. Mm. Um, but I guess I kind of never realized how short all the levels are. So that's nice, I guess. I mean, you can get through them really fast. I didn't know that I could, if I needed to, play a whole level in under 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they are pretty short. So I did, that, didn't that's really, surprising. Yeah, didn't really even think about that. You can beat the whole game in like, like most, most people can beat it probably seven or eight minutes if you go all the way through. People have been playing all this time. I think those, the speedrun record is around four minutes. Damn. Something like that. Yeah. 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 They're just plowing through it. The, yep. the thing about uh, unlocking all the extra levels is what, what I learned is you have to, you basically have to beat the level and then it, and then it unlocks. And it took me a while to figure out what the, because you know, when you start the game, you get to pick a level if you're in the regular mode. 
and I, and I couldn't figure out what that does. And it's basically like, um, it's it, what I said on Kevin's stream the other day. It's like a, it's like a random jukebox, you know, like when you put in the money and you request a song, but the jukebox is on random. That's basically what it is, is you're selecting that song, but it's getting put in, put into the shuffle two of levels with all the other right. levels that other people picked. So you're, everybody so you're always picks one, one. So you're throwing it in the pot. So there's a chance that it might be picked. So if you want to be strategic, you could throw like eight, four in there. If you have it, have it unlocked. And make people play through that. But yeah, if you're playing with a lot of people who haven't played that long, they don't have that many unlocked, they would probably just pick 1-1. One, one, but, oh, wait know. a minute. I'm sorry. I just need to know this for my own brain. Aren't there less levels in 8? I don't think there is an 8-4. There's 8-4. Okay. I think Mario, so, so. Mario 1? Maybe it's in Lost Levels. Yeah. Lost Levels might be less. But 8-4, I mean, that's where the that's where the company got their name. 8-4. Oh, the last, sure. I guess so. Last Mario level. 8-4. Well, I'm insane then. But uh, Mario 2, I mean, that does its own thing where, like, you beat it nine times and you, then you get, like, A through F mm-hmm. also. So <laughs> it's its own, like, weird selection. But I'm pretty sure it goes all the way to eight in the original one. I'm sure. But yeah, that, that's that's how that works. But I don't – I was thinking that if you got – you know, if you got to, like – because, like, say, I've, the farthest I've gotten as I unlock stuff is, like, two, three. So I thought that if I beat two, three, I would go to two, four. But that's actually not no. the way it works. Nope. Somebody would have had to pick two, four – and it has to randomly land on 2-4 when I beat one of the other ones, unless you take a warp, and then you can decide places that you go that aren't 2-4. So it's really weird, because I feel like I've been stuck on 2-3 forever, even though I've beaten it. So it's, like, weird. If you beat it, you don't get the next. You don't get to go to the next level because of the randomness of it. I don't know. It's Which di- kind of sucks, because I, I, I think I ended up playing, like, 1-2, like, three times mm-hmm. in a round. Which is fine. Like, 1-2 yeah. is pretty good. Pretty yeah. You know, pretty easy to make it through that one. But, like, we played 1-2, then we played 1-1, then we played 1-3, then we played 1-2, then we played 1-4, then we played 1-2. Yeah, skips around. So, woo. Woo. Well, if you, you know, also, if you do that uh, warp, if you jump over the thing at the end of 1-2, you can, like, decide to just go back to 1-2 and then just do it over and over again. Which was fine. You know, I'd rather play 1-2 than that 1-3 with the fucking cheap cheeps. Flying through the air. Yeah, I think that's two, three. Yeah, I hate, oh, that. I hate that. Whatever that level is, especially for Suck this, it. especially for this game, because it's really hard to beat those cheap cheeps. Because you can't, oh, yeah, even if you have. Well, yeah. maybe the most. But if you can, the bad guys in this. But if you can beat them, though, that's that's kind of strategy to it, because they're so unexpected in the other levels. Yeah. We'll just fly oh, up yeah, off the bottom they, of the screen. Oh yeah, because you'll send them, and then it'll make the yeah. other levels harder. So it makes it. It's yeah. like a. It's a stronger attack against the other. Mario's. I've had some cheap cheeps just kill me in dungeons before because mm-hmm. yeah. get out of here, cheap cheeps. Yeah. You don't belong. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't played the game, it, it came out in between shows. It, it dropped like that night at midnight. Oh, it, it, I didn't uh, realize mm-hmm. this is the first time you're talking about it. Yeah, that's oh, what I was Oh, my saying. bad. We haven't talked about it yet. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's what well, I was saying. I would that. have explained more at the beginning. That's okay. Yeah, it, it, it dropped in between shows and yeah, you basically like we were saying, you, you play Mario and you, you know, jump on characters and it sends them to other people and it's kind of like tetris attack except i don't think it's as fun as tetris, tetris attack 99. or tetris 99 well and you need to kill enemies to add time because you start with mm-hmm. 30 seconds yeah. and each enemy you kill is like two seconds i think yeah something like that and then if you like get a one-up mushroom that adds 20 seconds if you get a star that adds like 15 seconds well it's if you get a fire yeah. flower that adds time 15. if you beat a level that adds time yeah, it's a. You actually don't. Well, you don't get time for getting the 
one up. You actually get coins for the one up. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. You get 20 coins for a one up, so you can use the random. You can press X to get the random power up. And uh, you can. You you get extra time with with getting the fire flower after you already have a fire flower. So I actually did that a bunch to get mm-hmm. extra time. And of course, yeah, for hitting the flag, you get extra time, and for killing guys, you get extra time. And that's mostly I did. I would just try to collect those extra f- fire flowers, and that's how I would get a lot of extra time. But I mean, that and try to yeah. do like successive jumps on bad guys when you're jumping because it oh it like, goes up. I can keep adding. As yeah, you okay. Oh, I, really? I haven't, I haven't done Ooh, that. I haven't done that yet either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wondered about doing the, you know, turtle stairs, if you could, what, yeah, I what, about that what too. would happen. I don't want to, yeah. but I haven't gotten so there I've yet. seen it in the trailer, though, I haven't done it myself, but I've seen somebody do it, it's either a trailer or a video of, of the game, uh, but somebody was doing it, yeah. I tried and it didn't work the one time. That I've only ever done long. it in my life successfully, I think twice, so. I've I don't never, think I've ever done I've it. I've never done it, yeah. The turtle stairs? That's how I beat yeah. it the first and time. I never did it. So many times. I've done it That's on... That's how I beat the game when I was eight. I did it on Super Mario 3D Land on 3DS, and that was pretty cool, because you can do it in that game. That, that was the second place that was the only time I did it. In Mario yeah. 1, but you have to wait until the... Uh, it's in... Well, there's a few different places, but once the you go through the second time playing it, when all the Goombas turn into Buzzy Beetles, then you can do the stair thing like in a few other places, too. Oh, nice. The second, the second time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention about Mario 35 as well is I, I th- I'm sure you guys noticed as well, but I, th- I feel like the control is really off. Like it's a weird, not like really off, but it's off. Like it doesn't feel yeah. like it has the same physics as like Mario. It's the jump. I don't think for it me does. it's the jump that's wrong. It, the jump is higher. You bounce higher when you hit things. You don't have as much. Even, uh, you don't yeah. have as much length. You also kind of mm. slide too. I felt like everything yeah. was ice. Like it's floatier. It's like playing as Luigi where you can't stop as quick and. I know there are I places a bunch of times for that. that I used to like jump from and land in you know on the thing I was trying to jump to and I can't I have to start further back and run get some oomph and jump later. I definitely yeah it's definitely not the same physics as like Super Mario Maker I, I don't think. Oh well, definitely. I not. mean John, no, well, Mario Maker is d- different physics from the other games in general too. Like if you play my um, the Super Super um, uh, Mario World levels on there, that feels completely different from. Super Mario World on, on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for Mario 35, though, I have to wonder that it, it has to be intentional that they did that. Like, like it, it does feel different, and I wonder if it's something about the competitive they want to aspect make it a little bit or harder. whatever. Right, I mean, this yeah. is Nintendo remaking Mario, so mm-hmm. it has to be intentional for that it feels I'm sure, different. Yeah, I'm sure aspects of it were changed in to make it like well, worry. a more even playing field for somebody right. who's well, like, fifteen, instance, right. as opposed to all of us. Flower, yeah, right. if you have the fire flower and you get hit, you just turn into Super Mario, which right, which, not what was in the original. Yeah, because you would become stuff. Little Mario, right? And, like mm-hmm. you would lose all of it. Yeah. So there's that definitely some tweaks they've made to it. I think to just to smooth out the the purpose of the whole the whole game. But I still think it's amazing that this you know thirty five year old game. You know, it's it's like getting new life breathed into it. Like you have to collect coins now, and like right. I just used to kind of ignore the coins because they don't mean a whole lot. I was never trying for a high score in Mario. Yeah. Sure, no. you know, you get the new lives and stuff, but or the extra lives. But I usually would just do the stairs and three one for that. So yeah. now the coins mean something. So you're actually kind of going out of your way to get the coins more in certain parts, and so it just kind of feels like these levels were designed for that 
intent, like for people to get the coins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and, definitely and just, getting more coins than ever before. And it's just really cool that that's like I know where they are. I just always avoided them before. I didn't sure. care until I go out of my way to get the coins. I also think it's cool just that 35 people can play this game online at the same time, and your game affects other people. Mm-hmm. Right. And not only that, but the the there's no leg. I mean, as the guy who plays the most Mario Maker multiplayer, I'm like <laughs> right. really impressed. There's no lag in this game. There's so much lag still in that no game. Lag. Yeah, I, I didn't really notice it. Yeah, I didn't notice it to be laggy at all. But neither, I mean, I, I didn't think Tetris was ever laggy either. So, that's- Sorry, I was just going to say there's so much lag in Mario Maker multiplayer that it's almost mm-hmm. unplayable. John plays it. John's played like 900 hours of it or something like that. 800, 800, yes. I'm getting there. All the time. I mean, maybe it's better, but all the times that we played it, it was way more frustrating than it was fun. It's gotten a lot better. It it has gotten a lot better since the very beginning, but it's still present. It still happens. I said before, once in a while, it's kind of fun, actually. Like when it goes in super slow mo and it's like smooth and not stilted, it makes it kind of, it kind of raises the tension a little bit. But yeah, whoever makes the Mario Maker multiplayer sequel. Like it should be these guys who made this yeah. game, thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know why. Like why that? Why the internet works so much better on those versus like Smash Brothers or or a Mario Maker and all, all those games. Well, it's got to be a lot easier to process eight-bit yeah. information than fully rendered crazy ass. I love Smash Brothers shit. Yeah, I love the batshit insanity of like you can actually see in real time how everyone's playing, which wasn't the case in That's Citrus cool. ninety-nine. I think. You can actually spectate too. There's so many, but yeah, yeah, you can just watch. You can spectate. You can do that in uh, Tetris 99, where you can actually look at how people are playing. That's really cool. Yeah, I like. That. I love like seeing 35 screens of Mario one at once on my TV. Just that alone was just so. I don't know. It warmed my heart. Just being like, man, it's one of my favorite games. Look at all that Mario. <laughs> look how much of it is on my TV right now. It it made it made me really excited for other like I'm like I want other games 35 uh-huh. I'm like I want Mario 64 yeah. 35 that would be cool <sighs> I don't think the 60 I don't think that the Switch could handle it but it Maybe. would be it would be fun like you could like get a little you could like kill a I don't know you could you could you could you could like kill a Goomba and then shows up in the other one it just with with that being a 3D thing it would just be hard but I mean I I like I want to see like Super Mario World 35 or like you know, or like or Street Fighter Two thirty five or something. They could do some really cool stuff with it if they just kept going and did. So like other bison, bison's on the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, they should just release the different Mario's like as part of this package. Like in the next update, Super Mario Brothers two thirty five. Build on the game. Maybe. Yeah. Um, my hope is when they when they take it down, you know, big frowny face. Come on, Nintendo. Um, that they just bring it back with the whole package of different Mario games. Well, they, I that'd mean, be fantastic. I mean, maybe maybe they'll do maybe they'll do a version of that where they like take it down and then replace it replace it with like Mario two thirty five, and yeah. now you're playing like Mario USA but thirty five. You know that would be interesting where you could like pick up a vegetable and throw it into a different panel or something like that. I don't I don't know. I think next year would be thirty five for Mario yeah. Two. Or a core could be the actual Mario, or the Japanese Mario 2, and it'd be really, really hard. And everybody would die really quickly. I think it'd be fun if it somehow went into, like, an actual, like, PvP at some point, like, where you entered the game. So, like, if it was, like, a shooter game or, like, a, like you said, a Street Fighter 2 game where, like, when it got down to, like, the last two people or whatever, all of a sudden you're actually in a match against each other or... Mm-hmm. 
or something along those lines where you're more directly affecting the outcome than just what you're sending. Cause it really, this game really slows down to a crawl once it gets down to the final five. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I had a match last night that lasted half an hour. Yeah. Like, or maybe it wasn't that exactly, but it seemed like it. They do do a thing where the time speeds up after a certain amount, like mm. to kind of hurry you along. So that helps. In the last five, right? Because it does the da, 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 and when it's like the last five. Well, it does that. The songs, you know, the, the, the Starman song plays with the last five people. But then if it's like, you know, if you're, if it's just you and one other guy for like 10 minutes or something, your actual time speeds up. Oh, okay. So it, it's like hurry up and finish the game. But yeah, the, that last stretch gets to be pretty long. And I, I'm, I guess I'm kind of on the fence if I like it or not. Maybe more of me likes it. It's it's it gets really tense and uh, it's a cool experience. Different, it's different from the first section of the game, and I think I enjoy that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of. I mean, I I really I think it's a really cool thing. Like I really appreciate that it exists, but I don't think it's I don't think it has as much depth as Tetris 99 does. That's kind of I like agree. it's. I, I felt like Tetris 99. I would play for a long time, and I'd be like, oh, I've mm-hmm. been playing this for three hours, and I don't even know that. This one, I kind of get. I kind of get bored pretty pretty soon because it's. The same thing over and over and over again. You know, like it's, you might get stuck in one one over and over and over again, and that gets really boring really quick. Right. You know, there are a big, fewer I think decisions. Big part of this. Oh, go ahead, Jess. I was just going to say there are just like fewer decisions to be made in this than in Tetris. Yeah, well, Tetris is just Tetris, and well, right, but I mean, you're yeah. constantly <laughs> sort of solving a puzzle that you make in Tetris, whereas yeah. you're just playing these boards over and over again. Yeah. For me, right. it's just that I'm not as good at this game as I am. Like I'd be way better at Mario too. I'd be way better at Mario World. Yeah. Um, I could smoke some jokers on that shit, but I'm I I played this game and I beat it, and you know I've obviously I've been playing it ever since, but not like I'm not trying to perfect it. I'm not trying to like uh, Jeremy was saying. I'm not trying to go for a high score or anything. So I think if it were, I'd love to play this game with a different game. Yeah. And I, and and it's it would be a shame if they don't if they don't do any of the other ones because it could. What were you going to say, John? Sorry, I interrupted really you. Cool. Oh no, um, I was going to say I think part of the reason that it seems you know Mario thirty five seems a little bit repetitious, whereas Tetris doesn't, is that Mario thirty five changes levels, and so you get the sense of oh one one again or this level again. Mm-hmm. I just played that level, whereas Tetris is just the same screen all the time, mm-hmm. and you can just get in the zone and forget about everything. Well, in so, te- yeah, in Tetris, you can get stuck in different situations, and it you know, and it can be you'll get attacked a lot, or you'll get attacked less, and I don't know. I guess it feels more interesting to me, where I'm just like, oh, I'm cool, I'm killing guys again, cool. This does this not feel as competitive to, as the way yeah. I would describe it. Like, it's you feel easier. like you're more, you feel like you're more just fighting hold out, just hold out long. Yeah, yeah, you're just playing right. Mario with extra bad guys thrown at you. And, you know, I guess there is a sort of a time management thing you got to do because you don't want to run out of time. But I've never had any trouble with that as far as, like, how it's laid out. Like, you just – the more bad guys are thrown at you, the more time you can accumulate. So, you're, yeah. it, you know, and in that sense, it is a little bit like Tetris in that the more garbage people are thrown at you, the more combos you can make. So It seems to but, me like, to be more a game about keeping a fire flower. That's what yeah. the game is oh, now. Totally, it, the game is getting a fire flower and keeping it. And it's like it's just about killing guys, right? Just like so taking, you can just kill the guys. guys out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that's why it gets pretty repetitive. Don't get a level with a lot of pits. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Avoid the cheap, cheap levels. And the cheap, cheap levels are <laughs> yeah. extra hard because it's hard for, to kill a lot of people in that, like we were saying earlier. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I pop in every once in a while and play around with it. And it's, That's kind of me, too. It's, it's great for 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, you get 10 I minutes. Play a, I probably play about 10 minutes a day. I, I'd like yep. to I'd like to unlock all the other levels, but it's, it seems like harder than it actually is. And it's a shame that there's no there's no multiplayer thing in there at all. Like they like even like it doesn't no squads or anything. Yeah, there was like a team. You know, there was like a team battle thing on Tetris, or there was like a two player with with a computer proponents. Like you can't do any of that stuff. I imagine they're going to add a lot yeah. of that stuff like they did with ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, that all wasn't there at the beginning, was it? In ninety nine. No. Yeah, I know the team battles and stuff weren't weren't on there, so. But even though I, no, I thought you could do a multiplayer a multiplayer thing at the very beginning, where if you had a code, you could because we did that uh, we did that at Kevin's thing like right when it came out we did a full eight person Tetris ninety nine, like mm-hmm. right when the game launched. So I mean it was possible, but they added more stuff to it to make it more like online multiplayer where you could like join with codes and stuff like that. That wasn't there from the beginning. It would also be impossible for us to do like we would do with Tetris, you know, three, two, one, start, and figure out if we're in the same game. Because oh. you don't have that, like, blue piece or green right, piece, orange piece. To... Well, we could say, like, what... Talk up here. We could say, like, what level what level we're on, though. We might, yeah, we might always not one, start. One, one. It's, it's, not, it's, not all, it's not always, though. I mean, you could say, like, stand it. still and, and shoot fire one. for three seconds and then we'll know it, it, usually, it, it usually is because there's a higher percentage of it because most people have that unlocked but i've had many times that i don't go to one one at the beginning bunches of times you go to two one first game, and then you go to one 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 three this game's like going to change a lot of went there one, the first time. Yeah. this game's going to change a lot over time because there's going to be more people unlocking more levels as time goes on and you're going to start seeing like you're going to be playing a level one one and you're going to have like you know like Bullet bills flying at you all of a sudden. Like, yeah. I haven't really experienced bullet bills mm-hmm. being thrown at me yet, so I know that's a thing that's going going to happen eventually. But I, um, I had a squid. I had like a I've squid. Bowser and the Hammer Brothers yeah. are the worst I've seen. Yeah, that's of what, course <laughs> the cheap cheeps. But the Bowser thing is pretty cool. Where like all of a sudden you have like three Bowsers in one one. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, what? What happened? But uh, and also, uh, I was watching. You know, there's like videos that people posted on Twitter that I've seen, and one of them, I'm sure you saw it too, Jeremy. I think it was on Kotaku or something like that. But th- somebody's like had their whole level was filled with Lakitu's like everywhere. <laughs> like it was, it was completely like Lakitu's everywhere. Like the, the clouds like filled up the whole TV screen. I was like, holy shit! Like that looks Hell. way that looks way more interesting than the Mario 35 that I'm playing like do i have to beat the game to or do i have to win to get to that because you unlock something right but is it just a achievement you you guys have gotten number one i i i tried it so hard like i even bought a new fucking controller to try to do it and i could not get number one i got i kind of wonder if we didn't just get in early enough to where enough people didn't know what the hell was going on to like i'm not trying to doubt your skill john but i know for me personally i was like i got to play the hell out of this game because I got number one the second day. Well, it was technically the first day it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, because I went back to it the following evening after we, you know, it came out what two or three hours after we stopped recording. Yeah, it came, right. out, it came out at like two a.m. or something like that on Thursday. Yeah, it was pretty late, and I didn't play it a lot that night. But I played it. You know, I played a few matches, and I got up to third, I think, that first night. But once I got first, I I, I don't know. It kind of took some of the wind out of my sails too, just because I was like, well, I got first now, so. You know, I've never gotten first in Tetris 99. So I was like, I remember saying back in the day when this was first announced a few weeks ago or a month ago or whatever, when I was like, 
well, Mario One's like a game I'm actually good at, and I know I am, so I might actually get first in this. I got it, and and like it was incredibly satisfying, and I, you know, I happened to be recording it when I did it, so I've got like, you know, video proof that I, other than just in my records, it says I got first as well, but. I've only gotten the first the one time, and I haven't really played it a lot, to be honest, since then. Like I said, I'll play it maybe t- two or three matches a day and just see how well I can do. But it doesn't have that same, like, one more match, one more match like Tetris 99 does. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's. I, I feel like it just gets gets kind of old quickly. But it's, but it's cool. I'm glad it's on there. It's free through Nintendo Switch Online, so you, you can you can play around with that. And and yeah, I was playing it a lot because I wanted to get first place before we recorded, and it never happened. So I was just kind of like, "Fuck this!" But I'll keep trying in, in hopes that I get it and all that. But you'll get it. I think we've said enough about Mario Thirty Five. Unless you guys have anything else you want to say before we move on. Aside from what I said at the top of the show, how uh, the no, I was just thinking about the old No Fear shirts, as Jeremy said. You know where it's like second place is the first loser. Well, actually. In Mario, it's not. Second place is the last loser. The very last. Because everybody else has to lose before you. So, ha! No fear shirts. Take that. But let's talk about something way more co- way cooler than no fear shirts. We haven't talked about the other game that you've been playing, Jess. Oh, Animal Crossing. Do you want me to go and do you want me to go full Animal Crossing right now? Yeah, you were still was you were still up on the game on the list of people talking. Okay, but do you want me to talk about the spooky update? Okay, well, I will do it. I mean, I guess everybody knows it's Halloween and Animal Crossing. It's October. Woohoo! Spooky season. Um, <laughs> super excited. Yeah, spooky season. Never heard that. <laughs> Whatever the this fuck year. that means. Yeah. Um, so, yep, it's now. Uh, and you can grow pumpkins, which is awesome. You can farm now. Um, and it is pretty, like, it's kind of a farm mechanic. You, you, you don't have to have dirt or anything down. You can plant them anywhere on your island. But if you water your pumpkins, so they grow for three days and then you can pick them. If you water them every day, you'll get three pumpkins per plant. And then it decreases depending on how often you water them. So if you don't water them at all, you'll get one pumpkin per plant. Mm-hmm. And then there, there are four colors. There's like, Orange, light orange, white, and green. Green and white are the rare ones. In my opinion, green is the rarest of the pumpkins. I haven't seen a green yet. Um, I had to plant. Oh fuck! I don't know. You you made a whole you made a whole pumpkin. A hundred. Like I probably planted a hundred yeah. pumpkins, and I think I got four green. So. They're they're very they're very rare, but you can use all these to make DIYs that you can get from balloons, from the water, from your villagers, and then you'll be able to also get them on Halloween. Yeah, and and some of some of the DIYs you can use different pumpkins to customize them, which I thought that was really cool. I think the only one you can't yeah, customize is the fence. It just is what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. I made the pumpkin fence, that like the, the fence, the rug, the wallpaper. The floor and a lot of those things you won't be able to get until Halloween anyway. But I have a list here of all the possible DIYs. There's a spooky arch, spooky candy set, spooky chair, which looks like a pumpkin, spooky fence, spooky lantern, spooky lantern set, which is a pumpkin and a hay bale, spooky scarecrows, spooky standing lamp, spooky table, and spooky tower, which is three pumpkins. And all those you can customize to be white or green. 
if you have the pumpkins to do it. And they take a lot of pumpkins. It's like instead of using the customization kits, you only use pumpkins to do it. And I made a pumpkin table. And I think it took seven green pumpkins to make it green. So it's it's not like one or two. It's a lot. Yeah. And and yeah, and if and greens are so like random that Right. You don't like I you don't gotta have just any, be yeah. really sure that you want a green something. Yeah. But it, it's it's made me play the game more often now because and another thing, like you you can buy spooky stuff from from uh You can the, you, the, once a, yeah. you they'll have one item a day in your nook. Nini and Pee Pee, what's it called? Nook's Cranny. Nook's Cranny. Yeah. We have our different like, different quarantine names for things. It's like how did I forget it already? Like that you know, that game was like so we knew everything about it like for, for three months and I'm like, Nook's Cranny? No. I just yeah. forgot it because we made up our own. Yeah, Nini and Pee Pee. You're right. So uh, yeah, at their place of business you can buy one spooky thing a day, which you may or may not end up getting a DIY for. But you can't order more. It's one of those things that like even if you have one in your inventory, you can't order more of them. You have to either make them or buy them from the shop. Yeah. But you can customize them. But it, but it makes it makes me want to try to play it every day, like when Nook's Cranny is open. So well, I can look you at what need they to have. play it every day if you want to play on Halloween, because you need to collect candy. And I read a guide that said that you need about you probably need about fifteen pieces of candy. You can only buy one a day. So you need to play for 15 days in October. But But. we found a workaround. If you go to a friend's island, you can buy one candy at their shop. So So if you like worked it out with your friends, you know, if you visited five friends in a day, you could really you could catch right up and have all the candy that you need. Mm -hmm. Also, your villagers will give you candy. There's a couple of ways you can get candy on Halloween. If you wear a costume, if you wear a costume, you can get candy and specifically you can get lollipops, which you can then give to Jack, the pumpkin faced character that this mm-hmm. event is built around. And he will give you some special DIYs that you can only get or items that you can only get on the date. And that is the spooky carriage, which looks like the pumpkin carriage from Cinderella Spooky flooring, spooky garland, which is super fucking cute. It's like a bat and a ghost and a candy corn, and it's like light up, and I want a hundred of them. Spooky rug, spooky table setting, spooky wall, and spooky wand. And you need lollipops. The way you get lollipops is you give your villagers candy, and they'll give you either a DIY or they'll give you a something. They'll give you like a spooky lantern. Yeah. Or they'll give you a lollipop. The guide that I read said that if they give you a lollipop once, they're more likely to give you another. You give those to Jack, and he gives you the good shit. So you want to so you want to get lollipops in the last? last Yeah, right. And that and that's going from what six o'clock to midnight? It's five. It's five to midnight. Yeah, five p.m. So you can't play in the day, which is kind of a bummer for people who work at night, which is us. Yeah. Well, and Jeremy, you were also saying that you were you weren't sure if you'd be able to play it or not because of your schedule. So it might yeah. just you might have to time travel. You know what I mean? I'm going to take mine in the car and see what I've I can it. do. But yeah. it might be one of those events that you're just forced to try time travel to play. But I've had a good time with the pumpkins. They're really cute. Um, I probably have a couple hundred in my storage. Just. Yeah. Waiting to get those DIYs. I think I have maybe two DIYs so far. Yeah. 
yeah, it's I, always stressful uh, because you you can't guarantee that you're going to get them all. There's still a couple of like fall themed DIYs that I really want. There's one with like bonsai trees, like three different bonsai trees that I want so bad, and you just can't guarantee that you're ever going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that one I, I I got like one on the shore and one from a villager. Sure. That's how I got them. From one person was making something, so it's kind of. But I've only played. I mean, it's not that many days in October. I think I've only played like three or four days. But, but you know, the whole like Halloween spooky stuff has definitely brought me back to the game. I want to play it a lot more for that than collecting acorns or whatever. So I don't know what's going to happen if you have pumpkin. Like I think all the pumpkins are just going to like die on November first. Yeah, I want, or maybe you can just pick them and they just won't grow back after that. Maybe. Maybe they'll just disappear. It reminds me a lot of like old school Harvest Moon games, except you don't have to like till the soil like before you plant seeds. Because that one, yeah, you would just you would just you know whatever till the soil and plant seeds, and then then you would just pick the stuff off the ground, and sometimes they would keep growing, and you just do it again. I guess that's kind of how Harvest or how the other one is too, Stardew Valley. But they seem to be worth yeah. a lot more money than like eggs were. I'm not sure how much selling one pumpkin nets you, or if selling a rarer pumpkin nets you more money. Mm-hmm. But the the items themselves, like I think the spooky arch or something that I got was like eight thousand bells. Yeah. So if I made one and I sold one, I'd probably get. Four thousand bells. They probably give you half, right, of what you Something have to like pay that. for it. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Is, yep. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's a lot more fun than than like randomly catching eggs in the in the water or digging them up or them falling <laughs> from the sky. So yeah, because you're in charge yeah. of it. It's it's nicer. Plus, it's nice to have. You know, the pumpkins look cute. They look cute when they're growing, and it's nice to have something to like take care of every day. Yeah. That's it's not dumb chores, to, you know what I mean? To do every day, that's yeah. not fucking fossils that I don't need anymore, or mm-hmm. bell tree that I actually don't need anymore. I haven't hit a rock in months. Fuck rocks. <laughs> if I could just get all the rocks off my island forever, I would. Fuck them. I don't need them. You could just break them. I mean, they'd come yeah. back. But in they'd come back in a know. random, stupid place that would piss me off more than where they are now. I've got all my rocks kind of consolidated. Yeah, me too, error, which so is fine, I just, so I can just run around I'm happy around them. leaving them where they are. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really hit rocks. But anymore. I don't need them. I mean, the only I have over reason... 5 million bells in the bank, so I'm just like... I'm about there, yeah. I have maybe four. I keep yeah. giving... A couple of my friends... My friend Ian's mom just started playing the game mm-hmm. maybe two weeks ago. And so I've been visiting her and like giving her all the shit that I wish I had when I started the game. Like the ladder... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm bringing her all my fossils, which are useless to me. And mm-hmm. I just bring her like 300,000 bells every time I come. Because I'm just like, here, pay off your house. Pay, I'll pay off your bridge. We, yeah, we did the same thing with your brother yeah. and his wife. Like, gave him like I still four, just four, bring 400,000. Just bring bells. as many bells yeah. as I can really fit and all the DIYs I don't need that are doubles and, and give them away. So that's been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But I've given away a bunch of bells. But I don't fucking need them. So what does it matter? I still got hella fossils if anyone needs them. Just let. Oh, me let too. Me I mean, I was like, I was digging up and, and I was kind of doing what you were doing, Jeremy, where I was just trying to get a whole second set of fossils. But now I don't even dig them up. I'm, I'm like you were saying about rocks. I'm like, fuck fossils. I just leave them in the ground. I, I haven't dug them up in months. I dig them up I and then I them. just sell them to the Dropbox without taking them to Blathers. I think you get like 30 fucking bells. You get almost nothing for them. Maybe it's 300, I think. But I just leave them in the ground. I just sell everything to the Dropbox so it goes right to the bank because my money tree is enough 
money for me for the day. Yeah. I just sell like random fish that I don't want at the at the end of the night when the place isn't open for when I'm trying to catch whatever 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 other fish. Whatever fish you don't need. I am two I am only two fish. I have caught every fish and every um diving creature that I possibly can at this point in the game. I missed a couple of bugs, like really rare bugs in the summer. Kind of bummed about that. But uh, yeah, I'm two fish away from all the fish. And one comes out in December and one comes out in January. All the fish in oh, all the world. Oh, December and January. Oh yeah, so you're a couple you're a few months away. Right. But I'm that, doing so. good there. But I mean I still like the game. I mean you play it you play it every day still. You're still uh fighting fighting for Animal Crossing. It's I just find it so relaxing. And you know, I'm my house is so cute, I just I wanna go visit my own town so badly. <laughs> I wish I could go there and live in my beautiful kitchen and like go down to my basement that's somehow bright but not too bright all of the time because of the wallpaper I chose, which is the Soji screens. And so it's, it's so nice down there. And every room has a fireplace and I can just go to my refrigerator and put on different clothes anytime I want to. And who doesn't <laughs> fucking want that? Do you still have the bathtub oasis? I had to take the bathtub oasis down to plant the pumpkins, but le- I mean, let's not be sad because there are still three outdoor baths on my oh, island. So, yeah, and I have uh, two bathtubs in my house, so we're good. We're okay. And it's your like <laughs> seasonal area, right? Yeah, is. I built that area to be like to display all the seasonal crap there. So mm. that is a problem, though. I'm at like. 1500 of 1600 capacity in my storage and there's still thanksgiving and christmas that we haven't come across and i'm, oh, yeah. I'm gonna for, collect for more i think i'm easily sure, gonna yeah. collect you know 50 items from from each of those things so and i've sold i feel like i've you know i don't have there's a couple of furniture sets that i'm trying to collect so i'm not selling the furniture sets from them but it's not like i have seven diner clocks just sitting in my inventory i sell shit that i don't want or that yeah. i don't think i'm gonna use and i still think i'm gonna run out of space well you can send them to me if, if, if you want me to want me to hold on to your stuff okay thanks even though i have like a, i have way too many like stones and other shit like that and like twigs i did finally house. legit get a five-star island so i'm growing those pretty lily of the, the valleys. valleys yeah please yeah they're beautiful um, I like them a lot. I have like the perfect number of trees. If I let two money trees grow instead of digging them up after they've given me the money, then I'm out of balance. Mm. I'm a four star island again because I, then I have too many trees. Too, too many fucking trees. Yeah, I'm, I'm still so against that. Fuck, fuck Isabel for telling me how many trees I can have. I like my trees. I can't get a perfect house though. <laughs> Because and I th- I think this is their fault and I'm a little pissed about it. There's this imperial furniture set that I love. It's beautiful and I haven't gotten a piece of that furniture since probably the second week of the game. Yeah. And, um, and you thought you would get it all. Yeah. Well, I want to get it all, and it comes in three colors, and you can't customize it. You have to buy the colors, and I fucking would buy them if they were in the game. Yeah. But right now I have a blue dresser and a red table and a brown bed of the same set but they're yeah, different but colors yeah. and i get marked down points because they're not the same color but like bitch give me that furniture and it will be the same color Bastards. happy home academy yeah <laughs> assholes but i do find that a little bit frustrating that this 
like what you know six seven months in to the game i i still haven't even like i haven't completed one whole furniture set because it comes on all different colors and you can't customize the colors yeah so like that's annoying it is annoying get frustrated when you can change the colors on one piece of furniture but not another it's, right and it, and it seems like there's no like rhyme or reason to it it's just kind of like random you think it's things that i built i can change but then not all things that you built and then some things that you bought mm-hmm. but not all things that you bought yeah and also like i get mad too when i get something that has a cool design but i want it in a certain color and it can't come in that color for whatever reason mm. so it's like why can't why i just you have the basic color pattern, you know, and uh, I can pick any color for anything. I don't know. Yeah. like, well, like I want everything to be black. This is a philosophy of mine in Animal Crossing <laughs> and in life. Everything Fair. should come in black. Nice basic color. I want to paint it black. Everything. All of it. Yep. Uh, yep. Speaking of that, like speaking of colors, uh, there's also, you can do a face paint now. Like you can make yourself like green skinned and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And there's two new um, reactions I don't know how you get those reactions. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that Halloween you might learn also. them on Halloween as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so waiting for that. Yeah, you can like be scared or make a face, like a scary face, like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, there was one other thing I was going to say. Oh, you know what I did do for the first time? I really messed around with making my own clothes because I love Halloween and I wanted to make Halloween themed clothing. So I made. I made myself like a Cheshire cat dress, which is like pink and purple striped, and I put a big smile oh, yeah. on the bottom of it. And um, I made a pumpkin dress, which is super cute. It's got pumpkins on it, as you would expect. And it's black, but the pumpkins are orange, so John would approve. <laughs> and um, I made a ghost dress, which is just a white dress with like two eyeballs where the boobs are. <laughs> so that's fancy. And I made a bone robe. Like a kimono robe, and it has like bones on the arms, and then it has like crossed bones on the back, mm-hmm. and it has big bones that go. To- it's cool. Looks like you're a yeah, like you're a bone wizard. You're a from bone some samurai. Damn it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's been really fun. Uh, I didn't really have a reason before to play with that, but I did. So it's cool. And, and now everyone in my town is wearing my pumpkin dress, so that makes me feel pretty cool. I bought your patterns from your place when I was there last. Oh, thank you. Just so I would have them. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. You don't have to get to see any of that money, but I still got them because nope. I thought they were cool. So, there you no, go. those hedgehogs, they, they didn't even ask. Yeah. It's weird that you can't make money off of that. I mean, it's never been, you've never been able to in the other I ones, don't but, care, but. But whatever. We have enough money. They could at least more. give me a tailor's ticket or some free fucking shoes or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you need to get a costume, too, for Halloween. I'm not really sure what counts as a costume. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. You can get a costume from Jack um, by giving him, I think by giving him candy, he'll give you, like, his pumpkin head and robe. And then you can use that to scare your villagers into giving you more candy, so that's a way you can get candy on the day. But, you know, when, like, LaBelle comes and she's like, wear a business outfit or wear a (laughs) fairy outfit, there must be a set of clothes that fit into the costume category. Um, Well, I mean, because there's stuff like, I mean, there's, like, the the vampire vampire. costume. Right. There's, like, like a fairy, a frog, and I bought, like like, a sexy cougar suit the other day. 
It's like pink and purple. I don't know. I like, didn't like, design like, it. Like Cougar Town? Like No. <laughs> like 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 what's her face from the fluffy Cougar Town? Cashelin Kenton. I don't know her fucking name. Courtney and Cox. Cox. Is yeah. that her name? Oh, Courtney together. Cox, yeah. You know she was in the dance dancing in the dark video. It's true. I know well did you know that she was in He Man the movie? Even cooler. I knew her first. Yes, she was in the fucking <laughs> He Man movie. When when you when you sent us that picture of of you wearing that item that you haven't mentioned that you got now, I don't want to give it away. Spoilers, but you reminded me of uh, of her boyfriend from He Man, where he gets that thing put around his neck that makes him tell the truth. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't remember that. No, <laughs> I couldn't find a good picture. Time to watch He Man again. I, I couldn't find a good picture of it to send it to you. F- watch it. It's a fucking great movie. I think it's still awesome. <laughs> I love that movie. I cried. I cried so hard when He Man got whipped when I was a kid. Dolph. I didn't. I didn't like seeing seeing him get tortured at the end. I just couldn't take it. I was like, He Man, he's my guy. He can't get tortured. You might be able to dress up as He Man in Animal Crossing. Yeah, you just might wear uh, just wear underwear and a, just and make a, like a yeah. shirt that looks like muscles. Did did I? You know that I dressed up like Merman for when I was in grade school, right? That was one of my costumes from He Man. The green. Oh no, I didn't. man with the web feet. Oh the no, yes, we need. Mom, yeah, you gotta share that picture. Pat, mom, please send pictures. My mom made me. It made me actually. She knitted the costume for it, and we bought like this rubber head. What a badass! With the and it had like it was pretty. It looked like exactly like the toy, so it was really cool. Anyway, yeah. sorry to talk for like a nine hours about <laughs> the games I'm playing, but that's what I played. Well, I was gonna say, why don't we we could talk about these two amiibo that we got that you got here? Okay, and we can open them and then we can take a break and talk about more oh, games. Good. We both Perf. have, I mean, we all have a lot of games to talk about, so we could mostly just talk about games this week. But and also, I did watch that treehouse thing. If you want to talk about that, but yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Um, yeah, just uh, just went out into the world and helped me help me. Get the last two amiibo of the year. These are the last two that are coming out. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, I watched the. Um, also, yeah, there was an announcement about Smash Brothers that we haven't talked about yet. But I watched the video of that, and the next two amiibo aren't coming out until like fall of next year. So we have like a whole. Well, the yeah. next two Smash Brothers amiibo. There's Which still, ones you got there? Well, right here I have, I have Joker from Persona Five, and I have. Lodo slash Erdrich slash the Luminary from uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, which this is the one that I really wanted. But then I found out that the Joker was out too, and just drove around all around town and found it on like the way north side. So, oh, that's you. so nice. You are. But we can do one of our patented uh, amiibo opens. Openings. And Ooh, uh, this will figured- be the patrons will get to see this. Yeah, the five dollar patrons can can, wa- can watch us do it. Yeah, but you you know you get the free feed. Yeah, make sure yours. you hold that up on the you know up in the camera when you open it. I want oh, to you subscribe at the five dollar level. Trey will send you those amiibo. No, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Maybe. I, well, I had to go to Don't Indiana to get one of these. Keep. One yeah, one of these is from Indiana, so it's probably covered in COVID. Ah. <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> they still have their mask mandate so far. They do. Yeah, but they yeah. also fully opened everything at the full capacity. The Meyer looked the same. Just wait till next week. I win. This guy's cool. He's like standing in a blue fire and he's got red gloves and his sword is two-tone and the, I think the coolest thing about it is his coat has individual buttons. Oh, does it? Yeah. yeah. 
So here, uh, yeah, I'll show them to you guys and to the $5 patrons. But there's here's Joker from Persona 5. Yeah, he's got really cool blue fire yeah, and detailed coat and all that stuff. And, of course, Lodo right there with his, with his hilariously bad haircut from Dragon Quest XI. I was not really a fan of his haircut, but thankfully the, the Dragon Quest XI Switch version, there's a lot of really cool out, a lot of really cool outfits that you can unlock for him, so you can make him look way cooler than this. You can actually dress him up like the Lodo from Dragon Quest III, which is was the outfit that I had him wear most of the time, just because that's the best outfit. So that's how I feel. But yeah, here's the last two Smash Brothers amiibo. We have them. Wow. They're they're cool. Um, and, and you know uh, if those have any effect in the game? I, I do any of them I have any effect in the game anymore? anymore? I mean, I think they're useless. I was gonna say I haven't used an amiibo. <laughs> I haven't used an amiibo in a game for so long. I think the last time since I, the original Mario Maker. I was gonna say I think the last one I used was like Mario Odyssey, maybe because it had some stuff. But I don't even think I used it for that. I bought an amiibo card. Oh yeah, just bought an amiibo card for for Animal Crossing. So you did. You did use an I amiibo lately. I did kind lately. of use an amiibo. Yeah. yeah, I did. I wanted Keaton. Uh, he was my favorite villager. He's an eagle. And um, a friend of mine had him, and he was moving out, and he invited me to get him. So I went over there to try and talk him into moving into my town. But he won't move. Uh, villagers won't move into your town unless there's an opening. So, like, trying to time that is fucking impossible. Mm-hmm. And the way to get around that is to buy dumbass amiibo cards. And you have to invite your villager three times, three days in a row, and give them gifts. Oh, yeah, you got to do it a bunch of times. And then they'll move in. But then you can pick any villager you want to move out, which is baller. So now I have Keaton. Yeah, we talked about we talked about Keaton before on here. You know, the big the big hawk guy, the blue hawk guy. Yeah, that's really cool. But I guess I did use an amiibo technically. Yeah, you got a card. You that's super. You're super hardcore level of. Animal Crossing there, yeah. <laughs> ordering an Amiibo card. Well, well, maybe I should show the toy that I got real quick, too, because it's nice segue to it. Sure, go for this it. This will be fast. What did but, you get? Uh, go for it. One thing that I've noticed as far as the Mario stuff goes that's not rare that I've seen all over the place is that Mar- the Mario Lego. It's everywhere. Uh-huh. It's not hard to find. So I was at Meyer the other day, and I decided to buy one of these mystery figures. <gasps> I've already opened Ooh. it, so it's not going to be but this cool. was four ninety nine, but you know it's one of these random enemies here. You see who all they are, and I was like, I really want the bomb or the ghost or mm-hmm. the, the bullet bill. Of course, I didn't get any of the ones I wanted, but no. the one I got was pretty cool. You got to weigh them. <laughs> I'll come <laughs> see, and was, pick it out for you. I was kind of wondering, but like they have the exact same amount of pieces. Like I was looking, they all have twenty three pieces. So I was like, well, you can't use that. Wow. To figure it but uh, the one I got, uh, he's cool, but it's the Buzzy Beetle. Oh, he cool. is cool. And he's on, so he's on this little stand. So I think it's like a little display stand. Sure. Oh, but, he's uh, cute. You'll notice on top of him, there's a little, I guess it's like kind of a QR so, code looking thing, like a barcode, and that's probably what interfaces with Mario. Oh, I, th- I thought, it, yeah, I thought maybe it was like a Lego. Like well, the Lego has this whole like stick stuff online to. world where you can play with your Legos online. Right, I know that. My buddy Bradley is a big Lego guy and i fucking love legos too but you know who can afford legos they're expensive yeah um but yeah he had all these uh ghostbusters ones and you could like catch ghosts uh, in this game that you played with with your legos oh it was cool uh, it's like part 
Yeah. So I don't know if those are part of that, but maybe they well, are. Maybe they are. But I know for sure they're part of the, you know, the whole Super Mario set. And so I'll probably buy another one or two of these when I'm at Meyer. you know, just maybe it'll be one of those little things where I'm like, well, I'm already buying groceries. I could just drop a little extra five bucks on a mystery Lego pack and maybe Fun. next time around I'll, I'll open it on the show. But I mean, it's cute. He's super cute, like for what he is. And uh, kind of looks like if, you know, Mario and Minecraft were combined, which we've already kind of seen that. But yeah. That's what he kind of like looks like, but yeah, it's a little, it's a little buzzy beetle. I think he mostly, like, I think if he looks mostly like the one that you see in uh, Mario World, he's got like the red eyes. And yeah, he's a little, he's a little creepier than the standard buzzy beetle. It's definitely he's gonna creepy. get your ass. Well, do you guys want to take a break real quick, and then we can come back and talk about more stuff? Sure. Yes. Okay. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. you it's me mario yeah you <laughs> subscribe to our patreon to hear our bonus shows which happen every month i'm a tired tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon feeding you the same old video game news on every single show ah spaghetti ah ravioli then expand Nintendo main expansion pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over. So we're back, and we haven't we haven't talked about everything that we got. Uh, 
I just want to run through. I want to run through a couple things that released in between weeks here in between shows. Ease Origin is out now. I played that game. It's fun. It actually reminds me a lot of a Castlevania game, except for top down. So hmm. it's a Metroidvania game, is what it feels like. I don't. It feels especially like a Castlevania game. I, I guess because you're like in one location, you're like in this giant tower. So it kind of reminds me of like a, of like a mansion or a castle. Oh, okay. So it's like one, and it, and it's kind of it's a little bit like Luigi's Mansion too. I guess you could say where it's a mansion. It's a it's a it's a tower. You're basically getting from level one to level hundred or whatever. But all the levels are different. So, like, one level is going to be like a volcano level, or another level is going to be like an Is it uh, randomly like generated, or is it like. No, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's like a Castlevania game. Like, it's designed, like, the levels are fully designed. But you're, you know, you're going, you're basically going from the bottom to the top of this tower, and there's like mages that are imprisoned, and you have two different people that you can pick from. They both have completely different stories, so you can play through both of them. And from what I've heard, you actually unlock two more, so there's four different playthroughs. They all have different stories, but it's all the same world. But yeah, it, rem- it reminds me a lot of like a DS Castlevania game, but like top down. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's an ease game. All those games are all about like action RPG combat and all that stuff. But it, you know, and they have really big bosses that you fight. And, you know, I had a few times where I'd like get to a boss and I'd be kind of stuck. And then I'd go and like grind for a minute and gain a li- gain a level and come back and do it. Like, I feel like you, I feel like you get a lot. When you gain one level, you get a lot more than you would in most games. So it's pretty easy to, if you get stuck, you just need like just another level and then you should be able to handle the next boss. So I like that. It's, it's cool. And it, yeah, it reminds me very much of Castlevania because it's the same sort of, you know, you get shit that help you get to the next thing. Like there's a part that's like completely underwater, which I guess is like Super Metroid, but you, and you have to get like a special enchanted fin that'll like help you get through the water to get to the next part and you can breathe underwater and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. The soundtrack is really good as most ease games are. And yeah, it was on sale. Like it's it's only it was only like fifteen bucks for a while there, which is pretty cool for the amount of time you can put into it. But yeah, I really enjoyed what I played of that game. I'll definitely finish it. I got like how half- much does it feel like other ease games? Like is it just like the lore similar, or the enemy types? It's actually like it's actually different than most ease games because all of the ease games have well, the mainline ease games have a doll and dogie in there, and this game being called Ease Origin takes place like 500 years before Adal and Dogie. So they're not in there. So this is like way, this is like the first ease is what it is, I guess. It's like the Skyward Sword of Ease. It's supposed to be like the first story of the world and all that stuff. So it's like the, so like none of, so you won't really see any of the main characters, but the themes are still in there. You know, it still plays the same music when you get an item. You know, it's like Zelda. It does the same, like it has its own version of like, no, 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 no. You know, when you get something that I recognize from Ease 8, because it's the same, it's pretty much the same song, but it's, you know, made, it's, it's done a little different in every game. You know, it's like kind of, you know, like Zelda. It's, 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 it's the same melody, but it, but it feels different in each, in each of the games, because they do it. Mm-hmm. They like, re- it like uh, they remix it in a certain way. Is it like Dragon Quest in any sense? Like there's like certain enemies that are iconic for the Ease games that you're seeing across the board? Uh, probably. I, I didn't really, I don't know. I, I didn't really, I didn't really like notice any of them off the bat, but I don't really remember a whole lot of the Ease characters. I mean, there were a lot of dinosaurs and stuff in in uh, Lacrimosa of Donna, but but yeah, but I don't, I haven't really like been like, oh, I know that guy, like like nothing like that, you know, not not that iconic. But it, it's fun. I mean, it plays it plays really well. You know, it's like 
the com the combos are cool. Like you get you get different like magic spells that you can do, and you can upgrade those, of course. And you have like you know you get you get swords and stuff that you can upgrade, and and it's all you know it's very action RPG and it's fun to play. Soundtrack's really good, of course, and it's cheap. But like I was happy by how cheap it was when it was released because it was you know because it was selling it was selling for like eight dollars on a PlayStation sale and. I was afraid it was going to do some weird switch tax and it was going to be like $50 or something, but it's only 20 by itself and I got it on sale. So it was like $15. So I think it's a great price. And from what I heard, like even for a single playthrough, it's around like 12 hours, I think. But if you play through with all the different characters, that's like 40 hours. So, and it's fun. It, it just, it plays well. Like I said, it really reminds me of an old, it reminds me of like a DS Castlevania game where like, you're just going through like one level and like looking at all the different parts of it, you know? And there's warps, of course, like you don't, because which I didn't figure out until later. But you know, you get to a point where you get to like the fifth or sixth floor of the or set of set of the tower, and then you have to, and then you like there's a cutscene, and you have to go all the way back down to the base and talk to like your team and all that, and then you're at the base again. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I climbed all the way back up through the tower, and then eventually I figured out that I could just go to one of the save statues and I could warp to any other save statue in the tower, but I didn't know how to do that, so I. Wasted a lot of time just going level by level, but then again, it didn't seem that it wasn't really that much of a slog because I thought the battle works, the battle system works really well, and it's very you know it's all action. There's no, it's completely seamless. There's no battle screen or anything like that, but it's just fun and it, and it works well, and it's the soundtrack is great, so I recommend it. Is it, it? I mean, that's like a surprise to no one, but I think I think it's good. It was fun when when I was editing when I was editing our Patreon episode on 3DS I popped open the 3DS and played a, played a couple 3DS games. That nice. system's still cool. I played I played Smash Brothers on 3DS just because you know it's a cool thing that's on there. I played everything in full 3D, just trying to like re- experience that again. I cranked it all the way up to a hundred. So I, I played what was it I played Smash Brothers, I played Star Fox, and I played Mario Golf. Where were the were the three games I played on 3DS? And I was about I was about ready to get into Mario Kart Seven, but then I got stuck on Star Fox for a while, which is still fun. You know, I was played. I I think I got it through a sale, through an E three sale at one point, and I didn't really play that much of it. But it really does look a lot a whole lot better than the sixty four one did. You know, it's yeah, it was a really big upgrade, yeah. and it's fun to play. So I was just I fucking around with it. I got I got all the way to Venom, and I just kind of paused there, but. You know, I'll probably I'll probably beat it. I guess if I would have had more time, it's because I had a I had a twelve hour long shoot today. I was gonna have another beat for the week. I was actually planning on beating Doom sixty four, which I started playing again for my haunted Hallow stream stuff on Twitch, where I've been playing, you know, haunted games, scary video games and such. And I thought I'd bring back Doom sixty four again, and I managed to beat a cyber demon with eight points of health. It w- I felt pretty damn awesome about that. Are they pretty hard, cyber demons? Cyber demons are the hardest enemies in the game. They're the they're the ones. I that... mean, have you been on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> well, there there's a Buffy episode about a cyber demon that actually kind of looks like the Doom cyber demon. Oh, I cool. It was cool! The one where Willow, the like, one that's in the book, brings or him into life. Yeah, cool. He looks like the cyber demon. I mean, it's it, it's basically what you. <laughs> 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 it's theme, the theme for this episode is basically what you think uh what you think a cyber demon would look like it's a demon that has like metal legs you know but it's sort of like but the cyber the cyber demon has um has like a rocket launcher and it'll basically kill you in one hit so it's incredibly hard to fight and it's okay 
And it's like probably the strongest enemy in the whole game. Like it, there's, there's these levels in Doom and they do a lot of it in the new Doom too, where they just throw you every, every character in the game and that's just the level. It's just an endurance level. And I got to the second endurance level of that on Doom 64. And they do the same thing. They throw like hundreds and hundreds of demons at you. And when you kill all of them, they all disappear. And then a fucking cyber demon shows up. And he's the final guy that you have to beat. So by the time I got to the cyber demon, I only had eight points of health. And there was no, and there's nowhere for me to get more health. So I just basically just saved with eight points of health and just like ran around the cyber demon trying to not get hit. And then I killed him until I killed him. So I was pretty excited with myself and I had, you know, I had like six or seven people watching me on the stream. So I guess they thought I was cool (laughs) that I could, that I can Mm. play doom 64 fairly well. I mean, I do that in a lot of first vibes helps. I do a lot of, I do that in a lot of first person shooter, shooter games actually, where I'll save where I have like no health and I'll just try to see as far as I can get. It it really helps for the ones that you can save anywhere, you know, because you can do that. You can just like you can you can be like, all right, well, you got you got this amount of health, so let's see how many. Because then you die and you try it again. You're like, well, I'll, I'll try to dodge every time, and it's it's possible, you know, if you're good enough, you can dodge every shot, and you, you can get really far with like five points of health or eight points of health. So I've done that before, on like Ion Fury or like uh, Star Wars and stuff like that. So I don't know. I felt pretty cool that I beat the Cyber Demon with like no life, and yeah, and all you have to do is just not get hit. Which I guess it's kind of easier because they're shooting rockets at you. But Doom 64 is awesome. You have that game, Jeremy. You should play it some more. That's what I'm saying. I do have it. It's a badass. It's a badass game. And uh, speaking of badass games, I went through all my games and deleted enough stuff so I could re-download Resident Evil Revelations 2. So I started, you talk about so that I started playing that game again. I'm surprised it's not permanently on your system. It's like 30 gigs. That's why I deleted oh, it because it's so huge. But I went through and I got rid of all of the all of the fighting games that I have on my system that I don't play. And I made enough room for Resident Evil Revelations. So I redownloaded it. And I was actually not really stuck anywhere. I was at the beginning of a level. So it was really easy for me to start playing it again. So so I played it. I played it for like three or four hours the other night. And I think it's still... Have you played through it before? Or? No, I never, I, never, I never beat it. I think I'd, I deleted it because of probably how huge the game is. But I was having a really great time with it when I got it. And I remember... So I, that, that one wasn't, yeah. on, wasn't on 3DS. It wasn't. No, that that was that's why I got it for Switch because okay. I my heart was broken on that one because you know I, we mentioned we mentioned in our 3ds Patreon episode, but Revelation was was a main reason that I got it got the 3ds because it returned to the original Resident Evil, you know, to the survival horror, and also it made the characters actually move right. Finally, they can actually like strafe and aim at the same time. You don't have to stop and aim, but uh. I liked Revelations so much, and then Revelations Two didn't come out. It like came out for Vita and not 3DS, and I was so bummed about that. So I've been wanting to play it for years, so so I got it whenever it came out. But it's still cool. It's fun. It's on sale like all the time. So if you have enough memory in your system, it was on sale a lot. And you want to sp- and you want to buy it for like eight dollars, it's totally worth it. I think it's worth it for like ten. Also, but it, it's cool. I mean, it, it reminds me of Resident Evil Four. It's like another one of those, except the controls better. So you know. So there you go. Yeah, it's cool. It's got some really gross parts. I found this part. I found this part of the game where there's there's all these um, pig bodies hanging around. It's like a butcher shop, mm-hmm. and they've all been drained. And there's just this like big, huge puddle of this big like pool of blood that you have to walk through. <laughs> it's really gross. It's really disgusting. And of course, there's zombies that pop out of it, which is extra scary because there's all this fucking blood and you can't see anything. And it's great. It's really cool. It's a good blood game. Blood zombies. Yeah. So I had, I had fun with that. 
fucking around with that. And it's nice to have it back on the system. I was determined to put it back on there for Halloween, so I'm sure I'll be streaming the rest of that whenever whenever I beat Doom. But one of my big one of my big purchases that I got actually thanks to um to a couple care packages that I got from uh, my parents and from John. Thank you. Uh I got I got my Abido back. I got a, got a new Abido controller. I bought the Super Nintendo version this time, so I have the nice. have the gray and purple one. And uh, this is the way I saw it, thought of it. I'm like, well, I'll buy an eight bit dough, and I'll save my other eight bit dough, and this one will be like my spare my spare part. So if this one, if I lose one of these buttons, I'll take the other one apart and I'll switch it. I'll switch between the two of them. So that's how I convinced myself to buy another eight bit dough controller. But I really missed it, and it's fucking great. I still think it's the best controller on the system. It's a shame that the buttons wear out. That sucks, but aside from that, it's still I still think it's the best controller on the system, hands down. Like it's you can't beat the D pad. Like this is still the best D pad there is. So I really I really enjoy it. I tried it I tried all the three all the three D Mario games with it to make sure it works. And yeah, you can totally point with it and all that stuff that you can do in the other one. You know, it's just as goofy to, to point with a controller. But yeah, no, I I tried out all the three D Mario games. I think I'm to like a hundred stars now on sixty four, so wow. I'm getting there. I realized that the second snow level is the worst level in the whole game. Is what I wanted to say. <laughs> if if anybody says different, you're wrong. You remember the second mm-hmm. snow level with the giant snowman head? Yeah. I, I think it's the worst game in the whole lo- in the whole game. I think it's the worst level in the whole game. Where you have to walk across like the ice in front of the face, and then you get yeah, the wind blowing at you. It's a stupid level. It's like it's super. Oh, right. It's super small. Mm-hmm. Like. There's really nothing really interesting in it. It's, it's a hat losing level. It it just it just yeah you can lose your hat in it, but it it it'll, it's it just seems like it's like it's like way smaller than the other snow one. And it's just not fun, and that's the one I kind of got stuck on. And I think I hate it more than the Rainbow Ride level. So I think it's the worst level in the whole game in Super Mario 64. So if anybody agrees with me, at me on Twitter or something, <laughs> or disagrees or whatever. Um. I, I played some more Xenoblade. I had like one of the most epic deaths of all time. If you follow me, follow me on Twitter, you would have seen it, where I like climbed up really, really high onto this thing, and then I got knocked off, and and he fall, and the main character falls for like twenty seconds, and then and then dies. It's, it's pretty awesome. Wow, check that out. Played some more of that game, and uh, I think that's what I've been playing. Aside from what we already talked about, Mario Thirty Five. You should edit that video and like. Slow it down a little bit and have uh, free fallen by Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> I could no, it, it's almost like a full thirty seconds of me just falling because I'm so high on top of one of the titan, one of the titans, mm-hmm. and I ba- it's like it's like a pit, like it feels like one of the pit levels from Mortal Kombat, like the like the bad guy pretty much like uppercuts me and I just like go back and I'm just like, ee! and then I like switch the I like switch the camera angle to where it's like just straight down and just watch Shulk like just fall for like so long and then <laughs> and then die and yeah it it was funny i th- i thought it was cool i got like 100 views on it or something it was decent for twitter shit but yeah that's what i got cool well as you guys probably know i've been playing hades still still never heard of that i recommend game. that game right <laughs> um i've had 46 escapist attempts which looking at other people's records i think i'm i'm just not that good at this game but <laughs> I'm still bumbling my way through it and I'm having a lot of fun. So at this point I've maxed out like every stat I can really. Um, I have to collect enough keys to open up the next round of stats, which is like, I have to have like 30 keys, which is a lot. Everything in the game is just 
each item you have to like play through like a whole scenario to get the one item. So 30 keys represents probably like, I don't know if you were just getting keys and always got them in succession, which will never happen. It would still probably take like an hour to get all those keys. So I've just been slowly gathering them up. I've just been leveling up and having fun, but I just keep getting stuck on the same spot. I was stuck on last week, which is, fighting Theseus and the Minotaur at the same time. Like, mm. They're just too strong. But I have gotten to the point where there's this boss you always fight in the first level and eventually like her sisters start showing up instead of her. So that's kind of cool. Like she gets to take the day off kind of is how it works. Because like I said before, like everything in this is consistently linked by a narrative. So like you'll see her, she'll be like, yeah, I've had the last couple of days off. It's been nice. Like she doesn't really say it that way, but like, that's how it explains why you fought her sister the previous time. Yeah, so it's cool. But I've gotten all the way to the last section. I think there's like a final boss after that. So I've gotten really close to the end of it, but I don't know when I'm going to beat this. No. But according to, it finally gave me my time on the Switch, and I'm, I've played over 20 hours, which actually surprised me. I thought I might have, pl- might have played more, but it may only like tally the actual time you're in the dungeons and not the rest of the time that you're just doing the extra stuff. I don't know. But great game. Love it. One of my coworkers got it. My friend Jim, he likes it too. So like I finally got someone at work I could talk to about it, which is nice. <laughs> I, I thought you would have beat it by now, but no, you're still stuck. No, I'm just not that great. But Honestly. you like it, so who cares? Yeah, I like it. I'm having fun. I'm still getting stronger as I bumble my way through it. You know how long the game is? Isn't it kind of like it depends on how good you are, really? Well, but I actually I heard that if you want the true ending, you have to beat the game multiple times. Oh yes, there is multiple. So well, it seems like that's like the point of the game is to play it a million times in a row. Yeah. Yes. So I'm already doing that. I'm just just not beating it. Laying into it kind of heavy at the beginning part. Mm. But that's okay with me because I'm having fun. So I mean, And, and I'm still incrementally like increasing in power each time i play that's kind of how ease origin works too apparently with the where you can beat it with multiple characters like if you mm-hmm. beat it with all the characters you finally get the ultimate ending at the end so it was kind of had a similar thing but it's not random and that one games from like 2000 or something i think but the guy i keep getting killed by is theseus who's like some like champion i think he might have been the one who defeated the minotaur originally in the story or whatever, but um, he kills me with the power of Zeus, which is weird because he's the first bad guy you fight in the game that also has the power of the gods on his side. So it really sucks because he's like using this super OP Zeus power on me. And I'm like, damn it. It's like Theseus is like the Zeus, but spelled differently. Kind of the, the Zeus. Yes. Like a Joey Fatoni situation. So the Seussicle, but, uh, Still playing Mario 3D All-Stars in spite of my grapes. And I've almost got a steady 40-40-40 with my number of whatever the star version is. Um, I didn't play any 64 this week. Or if I did, I didn't do a lot of it. So still at 40 on that. I'm up to 38 in Sunshine and 40 on Galaxy. So I'm at the point in Galaxy where it's counting down. I still have 20-something, I think, to go. And then at Sunshine, I've actually started to tackle some of the more annoying ones. Watermelon? I haven't done the watermelon <laughs> yet, but I did beat Sandbird. 
Uh, I think watermelon's like after Sandbird, isn't it, or something like that? I never, I never beat Sandbird. Yeah, you have to beat Sandbird to get to watermelon. Yeah, I beat watermelon, or I beat Sandbird, and um, I don't feel great about it. But I watched a YouTube tutorial on how to do it, and I was like, oh, well, that's actually really easy. There's just like, doesn't have to like flip the Sandbird, right? It flips, but I didn't realize that I could use my water pack because I thought it was like one of the, the bonus levels. So even though he's wearing it, I would never use it. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. It makes you think that you're in a secret. But you have to use the hover in order to do it right. Oh, yeah. When when the bird rotates. Also, so. it like it does that glitch thing where you're like on the cliff. You know the glitch of Super Mario Sunshine when you're on the cliff and it's like... Like that. Oh, yeah, that happens It does it all the time. And it's so annoying. Especially in the part of the... The theme park level that happens to me all the time in that level. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of hate that level, too. I think I kind of just hate all the levels in Sunshine. I just, I just play it. I don't know. I haven't beaten uh, it yet, but I am remembering that I really like the sir- the uh, the hotel level. Yeah. Which I, mean, I just finally got to. Even and though even though the camera angles are like really annoyingly bad in that in that thing. You know the way it like switches when you like jump from one level to a le- one level to another. That's really well, I mean, I find actually, it really jarring. The, the the hotel is cool, but the beach outside where you have to fight the oh yeah no I like that the giant paint man ray that part yeah. was so cool. No, that part's it's cool. Still yeah, impressive nowadays. Like yeah. I did. It, it still with, has yeah. just such a chaotic feel to it. Like they just didn't quite have it figured out. Like they had this technology and they weren't exactly using it right. As far as how like they can make all these bad guys f- attacking you at once, but it's really hard. I, uh, it I splits into the tiny ones. I actually did it in my first try. This on okay. this on this re-release, I just couldn't believe it. I, I beat it in my first try, and I was like, "Okay, cool." Well, I haven't beat it yet. Yeah, but I, I remember it being really hard. It's just weird. It was the same thing like with that Star One in '64, mm-hmm. the one with the, with the elevator that I like hate so much. And Alex did it in my first try, and I was like, oh, and I just figured it was going to suck. But I think it was just dumb luck, because I wasn't really paying that much attention to it. And then I ended up just beating it, the the Manta Ray one. And I was also kind of playing with the GameCube controller. I was, like, messing around with stuff, and yeah, I ended up beating it. And I kind of, like, fumbled through a lot of it. I wasn't really doing that well. <laughs> you know, I remember, I remember searching around for coins, because I was almost dead at one point. But, yeah, somehow I made it through. I'd forgotten that in order to get Yoshi in the game, you have to beat the red coin level in Peanut Park. Do you? And, uh, yeah, you do. And I didn't know that. And I'd been like, hmm. kind of not really playing Peanut Park. Cause I don't like that level that much. Oh, the so water. I've got, yeah. So, you know, I've gotten up to having a lot of stars, but I'm like, why don't I have Yoshi let yet? Like I've literally, I'm at the level on the, uh, um, whatever the, the, the water one where the water Yoshi one, what's that one? The Marina. Oh yeah, yeah, the one with the the one that's in the same building as the the raccoon that gives you the blue coin stars. But, yeah, uh, and there's the race there, and there's also the the uh, what do you what do you call them? The octopus guy, the squids that you fight. Yeah, yeah, where you pull their arms off, which is so like that. That was such a violent thing for uh for, yeah for it Mario. It's watching like just that pulling his arms off squid like freaking out while you're pulling on its nose, it, it just kind of make me feel bad. And you shoot it into the sun. <laughs> that's how you win <laughs> it's so weird that part is pretty violent <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess this is a series though that started with the guy smashing mushroom people yeah, but, head. but you're pulling a squid's arms off one by one I mean that's pretty pro- That's pretty fucking graphic 
Like, I, I felt pretty weird about it, actually. <laughs> I was like, do we really have to do this? I mean, they grow back, right? <laughs> I know they grow back, but I do I do feel like I'm really just like, it's like the kids that would, like, burn the legs of the spiders, you know? Like, like stuff like, I never did anything like that, but, like, where you, like, pull legs off insects. I mean, that's, like, true sociopath stuff. I know About kicking turtles out of their bodies and, like, and kicking their shells around. Yeah. Kicking turtles out of bodies and then kicking their shells at them until they're yeah. dead. Right. People do that? That's yeah. Mario, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a real thing. I mean, there's, you know. I people- was making a suggestion. I, I wasn't talking about the game, Jess. I was, I was making a I'm suggestion. Sorry, I'm Let's sorry. do this. I assumed. I, I just jumped to conclusions. I mean, people supposedly play frog baseball. So you should I make Matt based on that. <laughs> I derailed us. I'm so sorry. I guess oh, I must. No I must have got that because in in Peanut Park, I, I got far enough to where I could fight the guy's gingivitis. I'm sorry. What word are monster. you saying? Peanut. Peanut. Yeah, P I N N A. Peanut. Like yes. short for pineapple? I don't know. Or no, that'd be pina. I have no idea. Okay. Well, that'd be pina. Just move on. Don't. It's. But it's, anyway, it's some sort of tropical bullshit from uh, Mario Sunshine. Right. Okay. Great. But anyway, like I was like, you know, how I am sometimes, like how a lot of us are. I don't, I didn't want to look at any like guide or anything. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get Yoshi eventually. But I, like I said, I did on the marina level. I unlocked the level, you know, I was on the level where you have to use Yoshi. It's like called Yoshi's like fruit safari or something. Mm. That level sucks. I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm going to beat it. I think all the um, Yoshi stuff sucks in that Yoshi, game. The Yoshi <laughs> wasn't there to do the level. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? He was in Pina Park. <laughs> right. He was in Pina Park. So, yeah, I found that out. And so, like, I finally went and did that to where I got all the co- red coins on that level. And after I did that, it was like every lo- every time I would, like, get a star, something new would happen in the overworld. Like, I got both of the new nozzles for the flood. Yeah. Like, another level unlocked. And like it was just like, basically, I just like didn't realize how important this one mission was. But I guess if you're playing 3D All Stars and you're playing Sunshine and you feel stuck, make sure you've beaten that level. Go to Peanut Park. Yeah. Now the Peanut yeah. Park. Get through the eight thing on the Peanut Park. The eight red coins in Peanut Park. Is it? That's the one that's in the jar, right? No, no, no. It's where you have to like you're on the uh, like the boats that are going back and forth. Oh. And then you I also don't... like climb along the fences and stuff. To... Oh, I don't think I did that one though. Or no, maybe I did. No, no. Peanut Park is the is the like um, Six Flags place, right? Where you have to ride yes. the okay. The I one thought... the cannon shoots you to. I thought you were talking about the one, like the ocean one, where where you uh, where like the dude puts you in a bottle. He like shrinks you and puts you in a giant bottle filled with coins. Oh no, that's uh, like Nautilus something. Oh, or... That one sucks too. Yeah, that one I've that one I haven't done a lot in. Um, but I have gotten to actually, you know, I have. I beat that bottle part, and I beat the gingivitis part. Yeah, <laughs> that part's hilarious. So I actually got pretty far in that one. But uh, it's still fun. I'm still enjoying it, like playing all three games and kind of switching between them. 64, not so much. I'm still kind of like not 100 percent sure how I feel about that game, but I, I do want to beat it. It's fun. It's my favorite one out of all the ones in the game is 64. But that's just because I played it to death when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. so I did buy another new game this week, and it was kind of on a whim. And I saw the art for it like on the eShop, and, and I was like, all right, that looks like Mom hid my game, but it doesn't say anywhere that it is. And I looked at it, and the description was super 
I don't know. It just hadn't been like hyped, and I ended up like having to get online and see that the developer was the same. Yeah. As mom hid my game to actually finally realize that it was in the same series for sure, and that the thumbnail wasn't just like copying off of it to, you know, as some of the shovelware does in the eShop. So I clicked on it and I got it, and it's called Hide and Dance. And John, you got this game too, or did you play did. it on Apple? Yeah, you guys, you guys both got it. So, so you got it on Switch. It. Yeah, I got it on Switch. Okay, so I feel like John had a more positive view on it than I did. I think I kind of was like just overwhelmed by it at first, and I had to come back and play it again a little bit later, and feel a little bit better about it now. But it's a music game. It's a like a rhythm based music game. But I don't know. I mean, is there more to it, John? I've really only played on like the basic level. So it's like it's a very basic music game. It's tap the button that matches up to the the pattern that's on the bottom of the screen or whatever. And as far as the gameplay, there, it, there's nothing more to it than that. It's just very, a very basic music rhythm game. Mm-hmm. The charm that comes in is, of course, as just as the same with Mom Hit My Game. It's the surprising, funny animations mm-hmm. and the little jokes that come up. And that's, that's why I was positive on it. I thought you know, it, it made me laugh out loud a couple of times. And not only that, but the music is really good. Like, I think the music is Katamari level. You don't get full songs, unfortunately. They're like 45-second mm-hmm. bits of a song. But the music is very good, and that's actually where I took my uh, quote at the top. Uh, one, of the sa- one of the songs is titled, I Didn't Blip Blop. And I love that <laughs> I have no idea what that means, and I never will. You don't need to. Me, you didn't you do it. You didn't blip-blop or plip-plop either. I, didn't I, think blip blop. I think that's cool you got it too, John. Like, just you're ha- you had to have had your own, like, independent method that brought you to getting it. Because I, well, I no, like, actually, it was you. So I, I wasn't okay. even aware of the game. Uh-huh. No, I wasn't even aware of the game until you started talking about it with Trey on, on the Slack. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, there's, what, there's a sequel to Mom Hidden My Game? And I haven't heard of it. And it just like showed up, I guess. Well, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw Jeremy was playing it and I was like, Oh, what's that? Like, like, why would you play that? And then I, and then I just, yeah, I just quick Wikipedia it. And it was like, Oh yeah, it's the same people that did mom in my game. I was like, Oh, okay. There you go. I, so there's definitely references to that game, which is kind of fun. Mom is yep. in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause she's the one who looks for you, right. That you have to hide from while you're dancing. Right. So that's well, like, actually- yeah. What? There's four button impresses. Button presses. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that increases as you go up in difficulty. That's why I was asking. Is it still nope. just the like RL down and uh, what would it be? Uh, yeah, it's it's left down B and A. Yeah, something like that. Where it's like um, I don't know. There's really only four buttons and everything's falling down. But the kind of the twist on the standard rhythm game is that when Mom opens the door, you have to hit R and L at the same time. Which is weird that you have, to, you have to hit two buttons at once for that. But you, know, you have to hit those buttons at the same time, and then you do some sort of weird animation. It, it's like a, you're hiding. It, it's like a game in Wario for Wii U. Yeah, it's it's along those it's same, same lines. Thing, which that was the best game on there. Where you, you know, where, I don't know if you guys ever played that game. It's not really worth buying, but there's one game on it where you basically play the original WarioWare on the Wii on the Wii like boat. Mm-hmm. And your mom will like try to look at try to look at what you're doing in your bed, and you have to like flip the you have to like flip the Wii the Wii controller so she can't see that you're playing video games, mm-hmm. and that's what the whole game is. 
and it's silly. And that's and they actually have that level. There's a level like that in Smash Brothers, right. where, where uh. you're playing, where you're playing on the bed, and she's like, yeah, she has like laser eye, eyesight, and she like shoots her eyes like through the window at one point, and that's in the game also. But it's mm. it's just a silly. It's the same sort of thing where you're like, it's 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 like lives obviously in the same universe as like Mom hid my game, or you know, it's like oh right, you right. can't, your mom doesn't want you to play games, so you got to play games in your bed and all that. It's nice. It reminds you of being a kid and. Trying to like when I used to play Doctor Mario on my on my Game Boy with the Game Boy Light under the covers. You're supposed to be sleeping, so. I think you know, like well, one thing that that mom had met mom in my game has all over this this game, the dance game, um, is just that concept of you know that's a that's a very relatable, familiar thing to anybody who played video games as a kid. As soon as I saw the title of that game, I knew what it was all about, and I got the joke, and I wanted it. Yeah. And this this game is still, I think, a good game, especially for five bucks. I think it's mm-hmm. definitely worth dropping five bucks on. Um, but it's just, it's a music rhythm game. Mm-hmm. And the, the special part about it is the humor and the funny animations that come up. I think that, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of the animations, like You'll probably get through all of them within the course of, I don't know, maybe maybe two songs. Mm-hmm. You'll see every animation for every character. Yeah, there are a few standout ones. Like the one that made me laugh out loud the most is well, first of all, you can play as the whole family. The whole family from Mom Hid My Game. You can play as the boy, the sister, the mom, and the grandpa. Even the there's two secret characters. Maybe I won't spoil them, but. Um, the animation that made me laugh out loud the most is you hit the button to hide as the grandpa, and there's one where he's dead. Ah. <laughs> that's how you hide is be dead. That's how you. That's how. That's how you, he's he's laying on the ground, and then there's evidence markers one and two, like like for a crime scene, like he got shot or something. <laughs> and his and he's mom's just still just like shut the door. Yep. Oh, oh, he's dead. Okay, it's 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 good. He's he, not dancing. He, he's, he's dead. <laughs> but but at least he's not dancing. When I saw that Jeremy had it, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. I'm like, can I beat it? Can I record myself beating it in an hour and then get twenty thousand views on YouTube? Because then maybe it's worth. You getting. should. So get the five. <laughs> yeah, pay the five bucks. And I know we got a lot of hits on that. I'm um, hitting my game one. It's 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 the number two most watched video on on the Nintendo main podcast it YouTube is. channel. Is me Not beating Mom hit my game in an hour and nine minutes. If you could <laughs> upload all the music too, like the soundtrack is really good, and that I. Would bet that not. Um, I bet it's not up there on YouTube yet. So yeah, I was going to say be the first on that. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to be like, well, maybe I could just buy the soundtrack and just not play the game. I don't know. <laughs> you should play the game. Yeah, it's fun. I, th- I thought it. Yeah, I, th- I thought about it's a very it basic dance game or rhythm game. Dance that, rhythm. Yeah. That element of like hiding is honestly would just be another button press. Really, mm-hmm. it doesn't change that much. It's just like John said. Like you turn into like. I don't know you might suddenly be in a tent or, or be dead. The best examples here, like yeah, dead. But yeah, I haven't seen anything too fu- too funny yet. I'm still kind of just like, well, that's mom. That's kind of funny. There she is. That's mom. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I might check it out. I don't know. We'll see. And I don't really need to talk about this whole lot, but I did mention it at the top of the show. So I got a new computer this week, and we've talked about getting new computers before. So I bought a laptop because I wanted to. It's the thing to, to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't bought a new laptop in 
eight years. I didn't know you had one. You had an old laptop. Yeah, it doesn't work too good. Like mm. I have one, but this one's a lot nicer. So I got an HP Envy. It's like a kind of a budget laptop, but oh, that's what, what our is, printer is. Yes, yeah, say that's what our printer is. We have an HP Envy printer. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wireless printer, and uh-huh. and it actually tells it will tell the HP people that you're out of ink, and they'll send you a, a thing of ink if you're part of oh, the nice. part of the ink club. It, it's like free, or it costs like a dollar if you print over a hundred things in a month. It's ridiculous. You can they'll send you free ink every month. It like monitors your ink. Which is good ink, because we were buying usage. a new printer every time we ran out of ink. Yeah, well, it's mm. like the same price to buy. It's like almost. But we have like four cheaper to buy a new printer than buy new ink that don't work. So I threw them all out. I didn't know mm. you guys printed that much stuff. We don't. <laughs> well, we, we would, really don't. We would always print cards for MGC and all that stuff. Business. Oh, cards. that's right. I forgot you printed all that stuff. That was where all the where all the printing went to to making flyers and business cards. Did you get? Anything else for that laptop? I also got an Elgato for it, like an external Elgato. So. Oh, Elgato. Cool. I figured you got uh, it. Is, is it for the uh, um, karaoke extreme uh, streaming weekend is bash, super bash plus Becky? Exactly. Yeah. It's part of my whole like karaoke super bash I'm trying to put together, which so far so good. We've got it working to where we could we could stream it. But it's not exactly like I thought it was going to be. Like, you just kind of learn as you go with these kind of things when you don't know what you're getting into. But yeah, um, it, so far so good. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure I need the external streaming device to do what I'm wanting to do. Therefore, I guess I'm just not used to having a computer that has like a bunch of RAM and stuff that can handle like multiple inputs at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can just do that with this laptop I bought. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to keep the Elgato. I might take it back and get my money back, but it is kind of nice. Like I played around with it a little bit and it, it is kind of nice. Is that what just... you have, Trey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same one he has. Yeah, so Jeremy has put... one too, but it was a different, it was like for his desktop. Yeah. The one I have is integrated into my desktop and my desktop or my, uh, yeah, my tower is pretty big. So I'm not just like moving that around the house, you know, like totally. But with the laptop, I can like play video games in my uh, living room and still record them. Does it have a Does it have HDMI in then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, because that's that's basically all the lap. That's all the Elgato really is is an HDMI into my computer. Like that's that's basically what it does. You know, you. Wait, you did you ask if my computer had an HDMI in? Yeah. No, it doesn't. It only has HDMI out. Oh, I thought I figured that was how. How do you capture video game stuff to it then? Well, I or do need the Elgato to do that, but for the karaoke thing, I don't need to. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I thought yeah, I, I can just use yeah. um, OBS and use. Uh, you can capture sources within the computer. You know, you capture Windows and stuff. Yeah, I, I figured you were you would use it. You would just have it, so then you could stream video game stuff too, if you wanted to, from the living room. Right, and that's how much wherever. does it cost? The one I got was two hundred. I don't yeah, know. That's I don't, just for yeah. the. That's just for the Ooh. external device. The one I got is the, is like the 4K one though. It's like the nicest one you can get currently. And the only reason I got that one is because the other one was sold out. Mm. And they actually like had to go like dig around in the warehouse to find the one that I got. I guess supposedly. Mm. But um, yeah. Anyway, it's it's cool to have it. Like now I'm just like I can literally record games anywhere I want at any time. So. I guess I have that as an option, but do I really need that right now? I don't know. 
Well, I mean, it, it just give, it gives you more freedom, I guess. If you wanted to like mm. record yourself ring fitting or something in the in the living room, you can easily do it. But I played around with a little video editing on it and stuff, and it, and I mean, it, it runs like a dream. It's really fast, and and uh, you know, above all, it's portable. Like I can just sit in the living room and do it uh-huh. while I watch TV or something. So, not a really a whole lot different than what I already had. It's just more mobile, sure, and a, lo- a little bit more horsepower. It's, so, it's, yeah. it's got horses. But so happy to have it, and especially you know, hopefully, cats. in the future, I can move around a little we'll bit more and travel. And it'll be nice to have on like the train if I'm traveling via train or whatever. The laptop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said it was a gaming PC, right? Yeah. Cool. So it's got like a Razon or what's a Razon? A Radeon. A Razon Detra. Isn't it a Radeon? <laughs> you know, you mean like you're talking about the graphics card or something, right? Rayon. I thought it was Radeon. I don't Rayon. know. Rayon. It's made of Verizon. 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 You can call people. No, just Verizon. <laughs> no, like it's not Verizon. The segment's going nowhere. Yeah, computers. I don't know much about them, but yeah. you got one. Right. I haven't bought a new computer in four years, which isn't that long, really. But um, but I haven't bought a new laptop. Since 2012. So. I haven't bought one in eight months. I haven't bought one since 2005. Okay, you won. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I gave you one also. Trey gave me his old one, yeah. Yeah. So. Bonus. Yeah. So that's what's happening with that. Is that I've, been dream- yeah. I've been wanting to get one for a long time, and it was finally time. I had a little fun saved up for it, and I said, this Monday I'm going to go buy a laptop, and I kind of had the one picked out I wanted already. Nice. I got it. Oh, that's exciting. New technology is always exciting. I I did a similar thing, but not with gaming technology. But it's not anything to talk about on the show. But what did you get for your your birthday, John? Uh, Well, I got uh, a bunch of stuff, actually. For my parents, I got Ring Fit Adventure. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday. That's what what I was trying not to spoil, that you got Ring Fit. You were in the Ring Fit. I did. I really, yes, yes. I really, yeah, I really wanted to find the picture of that He-Man guy, but I couldn't find it to send it to you. So now you have to watch the movie and feel what I feel when I see you wearing the ring on your head. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you like it, John? How was the ring fit compared to to the Wii Fit? Well, so far I have not really tried it that much because my back was sore all week. Oh, so I just bummer. got over that about two day, two days ago, and I'm planning to get back into it tomorrow. So I did try it for about. I'd say maybe 45 minutes or so. And it's, it's different. It's definitely different than Wii Fit. You can you can work the arms a lot better in Ring yeah. Fit than you can in Wii U. Yeah, for sure. And, and work you can work arms without like having to do a fucking handstand or something. Or right. like or whatever Push-ups. the fuck they call them. Yeah. What do they call planking. it when you like Planks. planking? I fucking hate that. Yeah. So oh, everybody much. hates planking. You can do that in Ring Fit too, but I just didn't. I unlocked it and then I just never did it again. I'm like, fuck planking. And it doesn't even read Same. it right. Like, it doesn't even like do it right. Like, I was doing it what I thought was correct and it wasn't reading it. So I'm like, fuck this. I'm not ever doing this again. So I got rid Nobody of it. Nobody likes planking. And that, d- that does happen sometimes, unfortunately. Those things where they make fit. you get down on the floor do seem like they kind of suck. Yeah. Sometimes when it's reading stuff off the, off the leg, the, the leg strap, it just sometimes it just doesn't work. And you're like, I'm doing what you're asking me to do and it really fucking hurts. And. But you're making me keep doing it because it's not reading, and it makes you really mad because the thing is already hard to do, and it really hurts to do, and it's like, uh. but it's a good game. <laughs> is it? 
it seems like it's more aerobic versus we fit was more like yoga. Yeah, I think that's totally a and, good analysis. Yeah, I mean it depends on how you do it. There there are there's definitely a lot of yoga stuff in ring fit. But the cool thing is that you can do stuff, you can do arm exercises and stuff like that that you can't really in other stuff. So the ring is really what too, like, does it. I guess I have to recalibrate it because I was concerned I was making too much noise. I was doing the silent mode. I live on the second floor. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't uh, in the silent mode. You don't actually run and stamp your feet on the ground. You just kind of bob Bounce. up and down a little bit. Mini, yeah. mini squats. That's what I call them. Yeah, that's that's what I do. I never I never did the full on running thing because we're on the second floor too. And plus, I would probably like Trey break my ankle or like something. Like a bobblehead. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I look forward to trying it some more and getting more into it. I'll probably have uh, more of an opinion on it next week. Did you play? So you didn't play the adventure mode at all. You haven't seen the opening story. The ri- I did that. The riveting opening story where you just find a ring that's like, "Hey, let's hang out together," and that's like the story. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's nothing. It's basically Drago's a bully, and Ring the Ring used to be friends with him, and that's the story. And you and you have to and you have to go fight all these workout gods and stuff. It's a silly game, but you're in the middle of a field for some reason. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're always in the middle of a field. I did I did like the parts where you row across water. It kind of reminds me of Wind Waker, but you have to work out to play it. You really do. <laughs> it really works your core. Works out that core. Another th- cool thing I got from my parents this week, I got this Metroid t-shirt. Oh, I think this t-shirt's pretty see. badass. Here you go. I can't even see it. It has. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, that is cool. It has Samus on it. What's in the background there? It's kind of like uh, a gray and black. Yeah, it's like a pattern. Is that like, so it's like a... It looks like a newsprint or something like that. It's like all black and white faded. It's neat. Um, cool Metroid shirt. It's actually from uh, Samus Returns. I didn't notice that when I picked it out. Mm. But yeah, it says Samus Returns on there. I have that game on 3DS. She returned. One. Yeah. Well, I will also, there's the Game Boy one. I have that one also. As do I. Is this the normal way you hold the cat? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. The cat like likes to unplug, He's very uh, unplug cords. What else you got, John? Uh, I got a new lamp for the podcast space that's coming tomorrow. I was say, so is it like a ring light? Stuff too. No, it's um, it's actually like a what? Do, what do you want to call it? It's like a, a lamp and a shelf, so it's like a five foot tall thing. Mm, no, a shlamp. It's a shlamp. It's a lamp you know? and a shelf. Yeah. yeah, it's like a floor lamp, and uh, so. I'm going to put that over here. I'll have some better lighting. I know sometimes I'm kind of dark over here. I thought, well, maybe I'll get a lamp. It looks really... Maybe I'll put some crazy color lights in there, too, just like Trey. Neat. They're fun. That would be cool. You know they use those in movies now? It's crazy. The lighting people... Lighting people basically have the same thing, have the equivalent of the Wi-Fi bulbs, except they're like like Kino flows. I mean, it's got to be a lot cheaper than anything else, really. Yeah. Just bring your light bulb, screw them in. You can change the color temperature to anything you want. Well, they had like, uh, yeah, they had like these um, fluorescent bulbs that were Wi-Fi bulbs, and they were just changing the color temperature and all that stuff. Neat. So it's in the pro on their phones. Yeah, Yeah. that's how we do it. We control all our lamps on our phones. The future. That's cool, except for when you just want to turn a light on in a room and you don't have your phone with you. You can still do it. Well, then you just turn it off and on. Yeah, you turn it off and then on. Yeah, it works. 
It's possible. I thought I'm about switching up. I, I totally thought about switching all the bulbs to Wi-Fi bulbs, but I didn't do it. When we just have more money, when we're just like making actual money, let's do it. I'm down. I think have them in lamp, have the Wi-Fi bulbs and lamps, and then keep your overhead lighting the same. And then well, we never, never ever used. use our overhead. Lighting. I mean, that's what we have. Exactly. I, I just thought about putting them in the overhead ones too for the fun of it. But I'm like, but what's the point? It'd be cool so, to yeah. have them in the because we have this ugly '70s chandelier in the bedroom, and it would be cool if there were Wi-Fi bulbs in there because then They're we could dim ones. them. Yeah, and actually use you know then the overhead lighting could be like. Nice and not mm-hmm. jarring. Yeah, no, I love them. I use them all the time. I use them constantly. I think I have this really cool mood lighting in this room now where everything's like purple and blue and it's cool. I like it. It's very calming. It's yeah. really nice. It's nice to be able to like adjust the color to mm-hmm. what you're watching. Like, oh, we're watching underwater shit. Let's have some blue lights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'm feeling kind of sad. Let's make the lights warm feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, you've it's been on like orange for fall. But whenever I'm yeah. staying up, I take it to purple because it makes it like darker. But still illuminated. Well, they just came out with one for the for TVs that will match whatever's going on on the TV. It's oh, like cool. a bar. To, it's a bar. I think it's from Philips. Mm-hmm. That you put across either the front or back of your TV. It'll project onto the wall and everything. Mm-hmm. So it'll feel it'll like. As ba- as, I guess it increases the experience. Uh, oh, I yeah. mean, that's basically what we're doing, except more expensive, and somebody picks. Yeah, it Yeah, we're you. doing the ghetto version of that. I we pref- have a lamp behind our TV yeah, that I mean, has <laughs> the. I mean, we can figure out what the movie makes us feel. We don't need somebody else to tell us that. <laughs> what else? Well, you another got? thing I got is um, I got a CD from my favorite band, The Eels, The Deconstruction, which is their previous CD came out in 2018. Um, I just never got it for some reason. Yeah, I do. I like to get, for certain bands, especially them, I like to get the actual CD. I like to have something. You know what I mean? I didn't I don't know have a that player. you liked the Eels, but I love the Eels. John loves the Eels. You do. Like his favorite oh, that's, my, that's my favorite band. Yeah, I love the Eels so guys, much. I thought you guys talked about I it. I saw them in 97. That Did was you? Okay. the last time I saw them. I, I thought you talked about them. Beautiful. Like, first and, and the wedding. Or but something. I love the Eels. I put an Eels CD in the car the other day. Which one? Uh, it was live. It was a live one. Um, I don't know. It was strings. With strings. Okay. Yeah. I went to that concert. So good. Beautiful. Love it. Love the Eels. That's cool. It's my favorite band. Most of what I know about Eels. Right. Most of what I know about Eels is from like, I watched part of that documentary where they were talking about his dad and like interviewing him and talking about his dad. Who's like a crazy, like what? Like quantum. Yeah. Yeah, what do you call him? Quantum physicist. Quantum physicist, and he is the guy who came up with the theory of parallel worlds. Like everything Mm -hmm. that you've heard about, every fictional story about parallel worlds basically comes from his theory, his dad's theory. The movie is free on YouTube. When when I say when did he come up with that? Because those parallel worlds things have been in like comics since like the 30s. So he was the guy who. But the science. But he codified it in like. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like parallel universes have been in like science yeah. fiction. Forever. I mean, I know it's been it's been like in okay, so it's been in fiction and stuff for a long time, sure. But he was the guy who like actually laid the groundwork for it to be a real like a possible scientific, scientific. possibility, yeah, yeah. and it's yet to be disproven. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, check out that movie. It's called Parallel Worlds, Parallel Lives. It's on YouTube. I'll watch it. Free. Oh. 
it's cool. really really interesting and it, he actually goes because he didn't know his father too too well his father died when he was 19 as the movie explains hmm. and he was the one who even found his father uh, dead and he said in the movie that uh when he found his father and on on the bed and he went to go touch his dad to see if he was alive that was the first time he touched him like in memory like he, he never remembered <gasps> touching his dad wow. before when he was 19 so, yeah so yeah Oh my dad was like, like they were all in the same house and everything. Like you know, his family was together, but I guess he was just kind of a distant-minded person. Weird, or maybe a colder maybe person. Not I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah, didn't want to like touch that. anybody. I mean, I don't think I've yep. ever touched Conan. I mean, it well, it's in the time of COVID, we didn't touch anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was not really a touchy person. I was always find it annoying when people hug you that you don't know. I'm like, go away. It always made me feel special that I got to hug you all the time because you don't like it. Side note. There you go. Anyway, the eels rock. Awesome, John. Yeah. And they got a new CD coming out, too, which I'm going to get that one. I already pre-ordered it. Cool. And what else? So games. I got a eShop card from Trey and Jess. Um, And so with that, I bought Moon, of course. Nice. You got that game, yeah. Do you like it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, so I haven't gotten too far into it. How many times have far? you died by accident? By accident, probably <laughs> like eight times. It happens a lot at the beginning of the game. It does. Yeah, I, yeah. So, yeah, I've I've heard from you guys, and that you know that I guess you pop, you level up pretty quickly, and so mm-hmm. that that doesn't become much of a concern. But yeah, it was kind of annoying at first when I was like, a little bird said, "Oh, go to see the king." So I went to see the king, and the king's not there yet, and. You have yeah. to wait for him, and then you just die because you're there waiting <laughs> yeah. for the king. <laughs> and it took me like the king gives you something, and then you want to go back home and go right to bed before you die. Yeah, and it's there's like just enough time from the time you wake up to go to the king, to wait for him to get there, to talk to him, to get the thing, to come back and go back to bed and save again. So yeah, I did that, and I'm looking forward to. The, seeing more of the game. I'm definitely seeing the Chibi Robo influence, which is a little, uh, you know, do, sort do of carrot on a stick. Yeah. Tempting me to keep going forward. It, well, yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's very much a point and click game and you, you really like yeah, those games. So I do. That's, that's, that was kind of what was unfortunate for me. I mean, I think the game's cool and all that. I just, I realized I just don't like those games. <laughs> I just don't like point and click games, I guess. There's not enough action in there for me. It's too, uh, it's too much like, I don't know. I, maybe, I, maybe I don't have the time to like hang out and try to figure out what item I need to grab to show to another thing to mm-hmm. progress me. You know, that stuff. That's some of them kind of, kind of fetch questy and a little bit repetitive, yeah. and but the best of them have a really good story and usually some humor to them. And this seems like it's going to be one of the better ones. So I'm excited to keep keep on playing it. I like the. I like the the way the people talk. I think it's really funny and amusing. <laughs> did oh, you hear? You, did Did you hear that guy say Saturaiwata? I, I know that's not what he's no. saying, but it really sounds like it. Like one of the first guys that you talked to actually recorded it and put it on. I don't know if I ever posted it to Twitter or not. Is it the baker? No, I don't. It's in the very beginning of the game. It's like a, it's not somebody that you talk to, but it's part of the cutscene, and somebody's like Saturaiwata. And uh, it sounds to me like Satoruwata, but I mean, I don't think that's what he says. But I, I realize that those voices, they remind me of the fucking weird Star Fox voices from the DS game, from Star Fox Command. Mm. 
I don't know if you ever played that game, but mm-hmm. but they do they try to do the gibberish voices, but they do them completely different. It was actually you know it was made. We did like three episodes about this like five years ago about Star Fox, but <laughs> Star Fox Command was made by Dylan fucking Cuthbert, who made the original Star Fox game. But they did they did like the Star Fox gibberish voices, but they do them different, and they sound like the voices from that game, like it's. But it's not the Super Nintendo one. And and you can actually make your own on the DS one, which is really cool, because the DS had a microphone. And it would just have you say random words, and it would turn it into a Star Fox voice. So you could make Star Fox sound like you saying, like, I don't know, bread and puppies and shit or something like that. And it would turn it into this gibberish voice. <laughs> and, the, and the voices in Moon really remind me of those Star Fox voices from that game. It really does sound yeah. like they recorded people actually saying something, and then it's kind yeah, of mixed yeah. it up. Yeah, that, that's kind of how Star Fox Sometimes they too. say real yeah. words, I swear. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to playing more of that game. Uh, another one that I got is Telling Lies, which is an FMV game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mentioned I liked FMV games the other day, and Trey suggested, you know, why don't you get an FMV game with this card? So I did. Yeah. I mean, um, you, you, you didn't have to. It wasn't a rule. I was just, like, kind of being trying to be silly. I was like, here, get some FMV games, because you said that you liked them, so... <laughs> I, I thought it was a good idea. I wasn't trying so, to. I wasn't trying to dictate your purchase or anything like that. You can get whatever you want. You know, <laughs> there was actually, you know, I did actually want to try that game, and so that sort of pointed me in that that direction. So I did. I picked it of my own volition, mm. and it's interesting. Telling lies is a game where it takes a place entirely on a desktop computer. Mm-hmm. Like you are looking at a desktop screen. Not only are you looking at the desktop screen. There's a reflection on the screen of Every you, face. your character. Yeah. yeah, it's like like in um, you know Metroid Prime or something, how you can see her reflection in the yeah. in the visor. And so you're this woman sitting at a desktop. And that's for better and worse, that's exactly how it starts off. I think it's cool that they really don't try to tell you too much, but at the same time it's like the game could use a little bit more context and setup at the beginning because I just I don't know what's going on and I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking for on this desktop. But you find a bunch of movies and they're like, imagine you know we're both ha- we're having conversation here on the Zoom call, right? Mm-hmm. And there's three windows here, mm-hmm. but in this game, you would find only Jeremy's window or only my window or only Train Jess's window. And you'd only hear half of the conversation. And so you have to try and figure out what's going on by hearing these half conversations. Mm-hmm. And the gameplay aspect of it is that every word in these videos is searchable. So I can search the word paper, right? And then every video where somebody said the word paper is will come up. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to go from there to figure out what the story is. So this person said, um, you know, I, I don't think it's any real little spoiler for the game, but there's, it became, it becomes clear that there's some kind of protest group that this guy is infiltrating. And so like, I heard the name of the, the protest group, right? Okay. So now I'm getting somewhere. I searched the protest group's name. Now I see all the other videos about this protest group. This is really a game where you have to play, with a notebook at your side, mm-hmm. it, it, take notes on it. Yep. From from the way you're describing it, it actually kind of reminds me of how Jeremy described uh, the oh, o- yeah. the Oberdin. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was, was okay. I, I was actually really intrigued by Telling Lies. I thought it it was something I was really interested in. So I was I was mm-hmm. uh, excited that you got it because I really wanted to know how it works. Because yeah, you're basically you're basically taking apart video footage of somebody, right, and trying yeah. to figure out something that can incriminate them, or try to just or try to discover like what the story is or something through that. And I, trying I think to discover what be, the story is. Yeah, I thought yeah. that could be an interesting game. Yeah, and I would say don't get it on Switch. No, um, because it's very clearly set up to be a computer game. Get it on your computer. I mean, I mean, the game is you're on someone's computer, and it's a lot of typing. Yeah, and and I mean, um, can- the other thing is you could tag the words. Like, so you tag you tag videos. You're watching a video, and you have some notes on it. You can tag it with your own phrase, whatever you come up with, mm-hmm. to try and stitch everything together. And for that reason, I said get it on the computer, not on Switch. But it seems like it's a pretty good game, and there's a little bit of you have to give it some time to get into it. I think I've played it for about two hours so far, and I, I still and don't no know idea. the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm at a point where I'm probably going to look up a video on on YouTube just to get some sort of breadcrumbs about something you know, to kind of push the, you yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's where the game kind of kind of fails is that it doesn't give you enough context to make you even like start. You know, what I mean, like the thing that makes that made me start made me keep going is I, I like the idea of it being on a computer and I'm searching someone's desktop and looking at mm-hmm. the, the random videos. I think it's kind of cool, right? But that's sort of running out of steam with me. I need some sort of story element or some sort of this is what you're supposed Something, to be. Yeah looking for kind of push you along. I, don't, I don't even know like who my character is you know it starts out with this woman just walking into her apartment and sitting down at her computer i don't know who she is i don't know who i'm supposed to be so i think that's a problem yeah <laughs> you were you were yep. whoever you want to be john needs to that's learn true. that to to play the game <laughs> yeah no I, I was i was just the idea of like uh, yeah it felt like you were sort of like i don't know like you're like you're looking at footage and trying to figure out inconsistencies and stuff like that. It sounded like a sounded like a better version of LA Noir. Like what we were talking about earlier, you know. And I kind of like, well I, like I like that idea, yeah. It sounded like maybe a fun thing. It, the part from, where the keywords made me think of Oberdin just because yeah. that game is everything's connected in that regard where you can hmm, okay. see instances get of, pieces of things, of, yeah. Of yeah, a single term or whatever or a, a person within all instances of like the stories you gather. It sounds pretty similar then. And the production company behind it is Annapurna, which I've I heard think of that. that so, yeah, the, the film company. So that lends to it, I think, looking good and the performances are good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a step up from the FMV games of old. Yeah. Is is it better than uh, than Late Shift? I really like that game. It's, diff- it's totally different than Late Shift. Well, Late, 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 Shift, Shift, late Shift is a choose-your-own-adventure, so it's much more yeah. straightforward. Like, you know exactly what you need to do in that game. Like, you don't need instructions right. at all. Yeah, it's more you of a movie. This isn't a yeah. movie. This is this is more of a game. Mm-hmm. So another one that I got was, well, first of all, I got an eShop card from a generous listener. Thank you to that person. They know who they are. <laughs> um, and I got with that eShop card, I got Not Tonight, Take Back Control Edition. Which, I've heard I've heard you, talk you, about you've that, heard that game. game, right? Yeah, there's there's this uh, YouTube. There's like the, one of the I only watch like some things on YouTube, but this one uh, this this uh, YouTube account called Switch Up. They actually make a whole lot of videos of like interesting indie games, and they do like mm-hmm. they do like games of the month. Like that's how I found out about Ion Fury and stuff like that. 
And uh, they also do like they do a bunch of sales videos where they make videos of games that are on sale and talk about whether they're worth buying or not and like the discounts. And that's how I heard about that game was was on there. They were talking about that game and saying that it was that it was like a kind of like a point and click game similar to like yeah. Papers Please, like you were saying. And yeah, you're mm-hmm. like a bouncer, and it has to do with like Brexit and like all this other like political stuff. And yeah, and they they really liked it. So right, and it looks it looks nice. Um, yeah, it is like a sort of 16 bit style. Looks almost like Super Brothers. Super Brothers, if you played that, mm-hmm. but. Imagine a lot more like you know dark neon nightclubby type of colors, and yeah, it's it's your it takes place in a England that has just essentially like I, I guess I guess it's inspired by Brexit, um, where some some people have to leave based on their their not being British enough. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you get a choice at the beginning of your story. And I think the story that I picked was I'm a guy who's like, it turns out that his, his grandmother was from Spain. And because my grandma was from Spain, I have to, I have to go except for, for some reason I can get, I can get a job as a bouncer and that like gives me a temporary visa to stay in, in England. And so everybody in this world is sort of adjusting to this new reality. Right. And it is like papers, please. If you played that one where you've got half of the screen is sort of the action. And then the bottom half of the screen is, is your like inventory or, or what do you want to call it? Like your, your cell phone and uh, whatever the documents that the people are handing over. In this case, it's, it's people are handing over their driver's license and the gameplay so far, as I've played only about an hour of it is that, uh, folks are coming up to you, handing their driver's license over. You have to check their license to make sure that they're of age, that they can enter the bar, and that their license is not expired. Mm. And you know, it does get a little bit like fast-paced, intense. Whenever people are handing your license, you're like, like trying to look over and see all this data. Yeah, you, you do get a sense of like, yeah, you know, it must be kind of tough to do this over and over again if you're a real life bouncer. I've been there. Um, <laughs> That's yep. why I thought about playing. Is like I've been a bouncer. I know about that. I know about checking IDs and telling people. It must get monotonous after a while, like looking at people's IDs and stuff. Uh, yeah, I think it's cool so far. It's definitely moody. And I think it was on sale for like $2.50. So if you have any curiosity about it, I, I thought, give I, it a shot. I thought about it. I mean, I, I, yeah, I was, I was a bouncer and yeah, most, most of the day. I mean, at, when I worked at the alley, I had to work there like all day. So the beginning of the day is just checking IDs and, Mostly just seeing what sort of weird people show up in the daytime. There was like one, there was this one time where this guy was just like so absolutely bizarre. And I was just, he was just creeping the fuck out of me. Like I'm, I'm like trying to read comics on my phone and he's like singing to me and he like faked a, I'm pretty sure he faked a phone call. I'm pretty sure he got a fake call from somebody. And I was just like, I was like, this guy is weird. Like I really want to get get rid of him. And uh, he went, he followed a woman into the ladies room and I, Pulled him out of there and threw him out of the bar. So he gave me a reason to get rid of him. But it was, yeah, that's, those are the highlights of being a bouncer. So hopefully you get to pull some people out of doing wrong things and throw them out of the bar in that game. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not just, checking, that- it's not checking IDs. It's also getting rid of, getting rid of uh, unsavory characters and trying to keep the bar a nice place so people don't get creeped on and stuff like that. And there's a side story to it as well, like a side game which I've gathered is kind of a dating game. 
like this like, I think this is like the DLC in this this package this mm. you know um ultimate what do they call it? whatever take it is. Let, take back yeah. control edition yeah uh includes that so you can like look at people and say oh I want to date this person or that person and you still have to do your job as a bouncer um yeah check it out uh, I got hide and dance which we already talked about mm. and I got super punch patrol oh yeah I'm you joined that one you went you went and got the game that I talked about doesn't it ha- doesn't have really good animation. It's hard. Uh, Animation's have you, cool. Have you gotten past the skateboard level? I I thought it was really hard. Like I was only able to get so far. No, so far I only got to the sewer. Okay. So not very far at all. That's second level. But but the animation's really good, and it, it's obviously yeah. heavily influenced by Final Fight, as you can tell from the way the characters. Rage, yeah. Well, the characters, the, the way the characters look, there's definitely a Hagar in there. There's like a mm-hmm. there's a guy character. Like there's definitely. I feel like it's girl. more. I feel yeah. like it's more Final Fight than than Streets of Rage, but that's. I think fine. it sounds like yeah. Streets of Rage. Like the audio, it reminds me of the Genesis audio, which is kind of like scratchy and tinny, and like when you um when you throw a punch and you hit somebody, like it really sounds like like it yeah. sounds like a mix between you know punching somebody and glass breaking at the same time, mm. like, and it, it's a very cool effect i think that they also paid attention to the audio in that way it sounds like one of those games from the time it, you could i mean also with the with the hagar guy you can grab somebody and jump and do the spinning pile, pile driver so oh yeah that's obviously that's obviously final fight because it's the only game you can do that with which was why it was so much fun to play as hagar because you grab people and just jump up and just keep pile driving them i mean it's basically like a lighter version of zangief you know so i'm kind of amazed this game was five bucks like it's a Real deal. I mean, I would have paid fifteen for this game. I think. Don't yeah, tell the guy. No, it, yeah, he he sells all of his stuff really cheap. Like if you're, like I said, if you like his stuff, uh, think about getting a uh, Mech Termination Force whenever that's on sale again. I think that game's really good. I mean, yeah. it's, if you like climbing on giant robots and you know, it's like it's like a almost like a Contra type game, sort of, but climbing it's on like robots. Gunstar Heroes and uh, yeah. uh, Shadow of the Colossus combined. I, I had okay. a, I had a really good time with that game, and I and I beat it. I, I played all the way to the end. I liked you did it that much. It. I, I totally beat I that. I never shit. beat it. I thought it was really good, and the and the bosses, the later bosses, are really really good. So it's worth it's worth checking out. Well, and if, the other thing I got was the Super Nintendo controller. I finally decided, like, oh well, it's on the website. It's for sale, and oh, I, th- I, I got thought, a little bit of money now, so I picked up the Super Nintendo controller. Oh, oh you were you were able to order it? Um, I, th- I thought yep. you already had one. I guess not. I, maybe it's the NES no. one that you got. I got the NES. Yeah. So can you can you strap those to the side of your system or can you not? You can't. No, it's got a plug. Okay, so, so yeah, you can't. USB C, just you, like the Pro Controller. You can't strap it to your system and beat Smash Brothers nope. or something like that. Nope. Well, I was going to say uh, we we've been going pretty long here, but can can we talk about like just a couple news things and then we'll be done? Sure. I want to, I want to talk about uh Smash Brothers had their they announced their second fighter of their second fighter pass which has been speculated for a long time for like ever character yeah uh I mean I I mean I you know he looks very well square it's yeah it's Steve it's Steve from Minecraft uh-huh. which I guess there was a lot of hate on the internet about it I personally don't care but I mean, either. how do you feel, Jeremy? You're the Minecraft person here. Does this it- would have been so much more exciting, like sooner to the release of it, or even if it would have been on the the Wii U version, because yeah. 
at this point minecraft's come and gone like i'm not saying it's gone but like it's just been around for 10 years i mean how old is it it's been around for 10 years it came out well 2009 so yeah it's been around for a long time yeah um officially out for nine if you want to count like they're fully like 1.0 version but yeah it's uh not surprising and yeah that the timing on it just isn't great i guess like whatever it's cool but does it have i lost interest in smash a while ago right does it have different skins where you can like be the zombie it does yeah right yeah there's Mm. different outfits there's steve and what is the alex Alex. is Mm -hmm. is the is the female and there's and there's a zombie as well and a lot of your and there's like a there's like a table that you can build stuff i I watched the um and there's a bunch of levels that you can play in yeah, there's a bunch of stuff from from uh, Minecraft, and you and you can build blocks, and you can destroy blocks, and you can eat steak as as like a taunt, and you can dig stuff out of the ground to use. I often eat steak as a taunt. <laughs> and I and I thought it was funny that a lot of a lot of jokes that you saw on the internet was, oh look, it's another sword person on there, <laughs> because you know there's so many fucking people with swords in Smash Brothers, and Steve was yeah. another person with a sword. So yeah, yeah. And so, like, from what I've read a little bit here and there, it's this has been in the works for a long time, and it took a really long time to adapt the character to the game, because every time a new character is introduced, they have to make sure they all the levels balance it, yeah. are compatible, right, and then balance it out. So somebody like Steve, who can, arc, like, uh, affect the actual, like, architecture of the level, I guess, or oh, to yeah, whatever yeah. degree he does, that took a lot. So, no, not surprised at all. I mean, I think it's cool, but... I mean, Smash hasn't been on my Switch for probably close to a year now. I had to delete it because I didn't have space. So maybe I'll bring it back to try out Steve. But I mean, the 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 characters are only like a couple couple dollars. Like if you wanted to, because I've bought I bought the Fighter Pass, the first mm-hmm. one, you know, and I, and I ended up paying for Min Min because I didn't want to pay thirty dollars for the whole Fighter Fighter Pass. But I think I got Min Min for like three dollars. So. It's not really that much. If, yeah, if the you cost, do it, get, the cost yeah. isn't even a thing. It's just about the me- the amount of memory I have on my system. Yeah, to put the whole system on there. But it was fun. to The cool thing is, is if, if you if you wanted to go back and try to play the single player, if you buy Steve, you'll automatically have Steve for World of Light. So if you want to play through as the Minecraft character, they'll just be there. Like you. So that's I found that really cool. Like oh, it, it adds like an extra mission to World of Light. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you'll you'll just automatically have them. You don't have to unlock. You don't him. have to go find them. Yeah. Oh, if, if, gotcha. if you buy them, you'll automatically have them. So if you so if like you were playing World of Light, but you got kind of bored with it, but you wanted to play through the rest of it as Steve, you can. And you don't have to do anything. You just buy him, and then he's automatically in your roster, and you can just choose him right after you buy him. I thought that was really cool. Like you don't have to go through the game to find him. You'll just have him. So that's why I played through most of World of Light with Byleth, who ended up being my favorite character. And I'm really upset. I'm at. I'm. I'm fairly upset that there's not going to be a second version of Byleth, so I can't have my female Byleth from Fire Emblem, and that makes me sad. If I want to get Byleth, I have to get male Byleth. I'm not into that. So, but that's a side thing. That won't even be out till next year. Maybe next year, if uh, every anything ever gets better, they'll decide to have a two-player version and. Or just maybe they should just scrap male Byleth and just release female Byleth for all of us female Byleth fans. She's she's way cooler. Plus, didn't the guy like get involved with some shit, like with some abuse, and he got fired anyway? So maybe maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should do the other one. 
Byleth? Yes, Byleth is the kid. It's the main character from Fire Emblem. She's really cool. Oh. Yeah. That's her name. And she's actually really awesome in Smash Brothers. She's my favorite Smash Brothers person. But really, they somehow was. got involved with some The voice sex Byleth got involved. Okay. The voice did. The male voice. Uh, the voice uh, of male okay. Byleth did. That's right. Yeah, you got replaced. Yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about that with uh, Six when they were on here. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what's going on with Smash Brothers. So I, wa- I watched the whole video. Uh, the, the cool, actually, the thing that I thought was the coolest is if you, if you like copy Steve's abilities with Kirby, you turn into Boxy Kirby. I thought that was really cute. So that, that's what I took away from the video. Same. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't know if I want to pay $3 for that, but there's still four more characters left. I'm saying, I think that I'm pretty damn sure that the ring, the fucking ring fit person is going to be a character in the game. I'd be really surprised. If they're not added as a Smash Brothers character, or or like or like an Echo, you know, or as, like, as an Echo Echo, echo fighter for, to uh, the fighter. to the I mean, Wii Fit trainer, because yeah, why not? So I'd be real surprised about that. Yeah, it'd be nice if they put some Mortal Kombat people in there or something. But I say we should just talk about the Treehouse stuff and let's be done because I gotta go to bed. There's they showed some more they showed some more uh, Age of Calamity stuff. Are you still? thinking about getting that game john or what do you think yeah i'm interested in it i think i'm gonna get it they've showed a lot of stuff i think the game looks really good and i think the combat looks really good but i'm i still it still upsets me that there's really not gonna be any sort of exploration in it aside from just going to places to find people to fight like there there's a there there's a there's a specific uh cut scene that i saw in the tgs in the tokyo game show where uh where like you know Link walks by this tower and the tower comes out of the ground and I'm like oh cool towers and then he just walks past it because you can't climb it because it's still a Dynasty Warriors game and that's what really made me really sad because I'm like oh I want to climb that and I want to oh, float boo. around mm-hmm. but I don't think you can I think it's all just fighting it's all just battles but the characters look cool they have a lot of like you know extra like they they seem to play really well Impa's in there like younger and she could fight people and. You know, you could fight as Daruk and all and all the and all the other people and watch them get defeated by Cannon's forces. But I watched there there was a live treehouse thing today. I watched a little bit of the Pikmin stuff just because it happened to be on. But I watched all of the Age of Calamity stuff just because Did the same. I have Pikmin three. I know what it's like. There's some cool there there's some cool multiplayer stuff in there where you do like this uh bingo thing where you go and catch different things to try to like you know, connect lines on the bingo thing. That look kind of There's fun. a demo of Pikmin 3 out tonight. Yeah, and there's also going to be a demo, so I'll play the demo. You know, I just don't... I have Pikmin 3. I beat it on Wii U. I don't, I don't feel like I need to buy it again. But I'll definitely play a demo of it on Switch. And it also carries into the regular game. So whatever you play, so maybe you can play like the first few hours of the game, and that's pretty cool. So I, I, I encourage people to buy Pikmin who don't have it just in hopes that Pikmin 4 maybe comes out someday. And it's not Hey Pikmin all over again so you know one cool thing i noticed about the age of calamity though is that they integrated the cooking with it oh yeah yeah you can you can work it into fighting now like you can like eat food and that's like part of your combos so yeah and you can pick up the monster parts and Mm -hmm. and uh, make them into stuff and all that yeah so that's cool they made it more breath of the wildy in that way yeah so I, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence about it. I think it looks really good. Like I think like the graphics look great. I think the characters move around, but I I just want to float off something, man. I want to jump and float. 
which I can do that on Dragon Quest Builders too, which I never beat. So I can go back and play that and float around and feel like I'm playing Breath of the Wild because it was heavily influenced by that game. So there you go. I'm not going to say that it's a thing, you know, I don't know. But I, I would be surprised if they showed everything that's in the game already. I mean, there's still, what, what does it come out? November 20th? Yeah, it's around. So the we still got a ways to go. Yeah, they need to they need to keep the the, the media attention. So they're going to dole out the information bit by bit until then. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some more exploration in there. I don't know. It has me on the hook. I think I'm going to get it. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see more of it. It's really not it's not on my list right now, but who knows. It might be something that we do in the future. Is there like one thing on here that you just have to talk about, John, before we go? Um, well, another, another game that I intend to get, I'm going to get the Angry Video Game Nerd 1 and 2 because I've been wanting to play those. And that's coming they're out NES on. Style. They're NES-style games like they could be. It, 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 it kind of sounds like that Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl game that you got. It's It kind of makes me think that it's a similar game, right? Or no? Yeah, I guess it's something like that from what I've seen. Action platformer. Mm-hmm. You get a little NES zapper to shoot, um, and a lot of references to the Angry Video, Video Game Nerd, which I've been watching all these years now. So yeah, I want to play that game, and that's cool. They're doing both of them in the same package, I and that think... comes out on the thirtieth. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a new Resident Evil movie coming out. I, I'm interested in that. Uh, did you watch the trailer of that CGI show? That's going to come Resident Evil CGI show. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I tried to watch it, and it said I couldn't do it because I had to watch it through Netflix or something. Anyway, I couldn't get it to work. But I'm more interested in that than a live action one. Than the movie. Yeah, yeah. The, the trailer for the CGI show didn't show off a whole lot. Like, you know, it was kind of. Um, I wouldn't even call it a teaser. It's just like a clip or mm. something. There was no sort of emotional up and down to it. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I have Netflix. I, I like I, Resident Evil. Do you, do you remember what that last Resident Evil was? The CGI one? Which one? The, it, it the, was, there was a movie that was based Where they were like on, at an airport or something? Yeah, with, with Leon. Yeah. I saw one of those movies way back when it came out, and I barely remember it. Oh, I, I watched. I, I think there was two. It was like the first uh, CGI movie, and I thought it was really good. I mean, it was it was way better than any of the fucking you know, shitty Paul W.S. Anderson movies. That came up before that, but it but it was it was cool because it actually had to do with the Resident Evil story from the game, which none of those live action ones did. So, so that looks like trash. Also, there's a Monster Hunter trailer that looks like trash as well. Same director, from, Paul, yeah. <laughs> Paul Weasel Shit Anderson. But uh, yeah, it's like all guns, and I'm like, this is I'm like you didn't play the game, did you? Like Monster Hunter's not guns; it's like medieval and swords and shit. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? I did see a photo <laughs> where somebody was carrying a giant sword. I hope they but eventually... it is disconcerting that they didn't put that in the trailer because that's what people think of when they think of monster hunters, giant swords. It looked like they were in like an army vehicle with a gun in the back, and I'm like, okay, this is not monster hunter, whatever. I don't even know those games that much, so it doesn't matter. But I think that's I think we're good for this episode. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we had a lot of games to talk about this week, so that was cool. And of course, we talked about Animal Crossing and all that shit. But this is an episode. This has been episode 250. Thank 40. you for listening. 240. Jumping ahead of time. And thank you. Thank you, Jess, for joining us. 
to talk oh, about Animal Crossing. And you two should give Animal Crossing a try again. I think it's pretty cool now. I think, well, the, we pretty much have to. What yeah. we have. And if you want to come visit my town, just let me know and yeah, you, you can, can buy some of my candy. And, yeah, you can come yeah. buy candy from us if you want and you'll get some extra candy. Otherwise, you can't you really can come buy our candy. That doesn't the, sound creepy at all. <laughs> it's not like it's you're buying it out of a van or something. Yeah, I'll come to my town and buy it out of a cabinet. And, yeah. uh, no, you're just contacting us online and in offering a us candy. store owned yeah. by raccoons. It's totally cool. <laughs> I think it's it, it's made it more interesting to me again. I think it is fun, like just coming in and planting your planting and picking your your uh, pumpkins. pumpkins and all that stuff. So, and, well, I planted and, a huge pumpkin patch, so I've at least done that. And they keep growing too. Like you pump the you you, you pull the. You know, you harvest them and then you water them again, and there's more that comes. So oh, cool. you don't have to buy more and replant them. Like they'll just keep growing, I guess, until October's over. I don't know. We'll see how that works out, but it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you want to see more stuff or you want to find more stuff from Nintendo Main Podcast, you can go to nintendomainpodcast.com. And if you would like to support us on the internet, go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. For a dollar, you can get all of our bonus shows. We just posted an episode of a 3DS episode that we did just morning. Uh, it's, I think it's called Morning 3DS in All of the Dimensions, and it's, it's, it's totally worth listening to. Uh, we basically talk about our stories about the first time we got a 3DS and all of our favorite 3DS, 3DS games. It inspired me to play my 3DS again, so maybe it'll do that for you, and I think it's a really good episode. And only with a dollar, you can listen to that and 20 other episodes at least. So there's plenty of stuff that you'll get access to for a dollar. You at least one a month. Yeah, and and if yeah, we do one. We do one every month. That's our exclusive Patreon. And uh, if you give if you give five dollars, you'll also see videos that we record that are unedited of our show and uh, and Jess and I's show as well. How is it now? Which we're in October now, so we're doing horror movies. So it's really fun. We just released something on Alien, so you check that out. I thought it was cool. We we. Had, talk all about them xenomorphs but forget to call them that because i had forgot the term at the time but <laughs> whenever we do aliens i'm sure we'll do better about the terminology xenomorph chronicles X. yeah <laughs> exactly well done well played yeah uh and of course if you want to see my mom hit my game video uh, go to youtube.com slash podcast and you can find all that stuff on there and uh follow us on the twitters you can follow this show at nintendo underscore domain or you can follow how is it now at, at how is it now one and uh, you can find follow Jeremy at JMax Stack. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mikowski. John Litter. And me, Jess. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See
Sounds like a no fear shirt. <laughs> yeah, first, place. first place. First place. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> first place. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. I fucked it up. Okay. It's my fault. Right. I more, was laughing. Right. Shh. That was for everybody. Oh, you can talk and no one else can talk. I was just trying yeah. to get a good first place in there. And all of us were talking over it. <laughs>